o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, and joining me as always on the program, Mr. Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. We are electric. Yes, I see. And um, um, rain might not be electric right now because uh, <laughs> I tried to uh, add her to the call. Hello, darkness, my old friend. And I got nothing. So uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens when we try and get her back on again now. Uh, but we're, uh, you know, um, I think maybe she's rebooting or something because she's been going between away and online. So I don't know what's what the scoop is, but anyway, Joe, uh, winter is here, isn't it fun? Uh, winter is coming for somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's hope uh, hard and fast like a fucking avalanche. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, things are. Uh, I I think panic would be an understatement. Oh yeah. For yeah, for yeah. the administration <laughs> right now. This is uh, full fetal position under the bed <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is uh, uh yeah. he's a he's a little afraid he's uh, yeah his bone yeah. spurs are kicking up <laughs> oh yeah yeah they're they're you uh, know even having a flare-up <laughs> i think so 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 yeah we've got just all kinds of crazy shit to talk about tonight there's a the, there was the the cia briefing today uh, uh for the senate and, and um, on Khashoggi and uh, mm-hmm. the, the Saudi clown prince, which we're going to get to, um, and uh, the clown prince of crime. But uh, oh, did I hear? Uh, did I hear Rain hop on the call? Oh, there's yes. Rain. Rain from Four Freedoms is. Blog, Washington D.C. Hello. <laughs> Hi. I'm sorry. Oh, well, I thought okay. you were involved in the Khashoggi thing. No. I thought you left town. No, no. I have my own personal bone saw. If anybody comes at me, I'm taking them out. I thought maybe you were just being witness intimidated into uh, <laughs> staying, staying silent. So you know, I don't, I don't like Lindsey Graham as far you know for any reason. But I have to give him this. He had the quote of the day when he came out of there. He said, "Well, there wasn't a smoking gun, but there's a smoking bone saw." Yeah. Did yeah. he really? Yes, he did. I couldn't find that clip, but I did get some of the other audio because you know there was a, a um, what's your name, uh, Gina Haspel from the CIA gave a briefing, and um, there was a um, some interesting words said by Mr. Graham, uh, DC's most eligible bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> 
apparently, <laughs> apparently, Mr. Graham doesn't believe. Uh, what's his name? MB- MSNBC, CBS. Yeah, I just ABC. Call him, <laughs> I just call him Clowny, <laughs> the Saudi clown prince. Yeah. Um, but okay, uh, Clowny's good. Clowny's yeah, good. yeah. He doesn't believe him, huh? Clowny clown. No. Well, well, mm-hmm. so do most Americans. Yeah. Well, listen, listen to this. After Gina Haspel talked to uh, members of the Senate today, um, I have some audio here from Lindsey Graham and from uh, Bob Corker as well. But here, let's, let's listen to part one of Lindsey Graham. Open source reports show that he had been focusing on Mr. Khashoggi for a very long time. It is zero chance, zero that this happened Zero. in such an organized fashion without the crown prince as to pompeo and mattis i have great respect for them uh, i would imagine if they were democratic in a democratic administration i would be all over them for being in the uh, pocket of uh, saudi what? arabia but What'd since you know? i have such respect for them phrasing i'm going to assume that they're being good soldiers and uh, when they what? look at the analysis they're being technical in their statement but they're uh, not giving the assessment that I think the Senate will uh, have. Oh. Uh, I would really question somebody's judgment if they couldn't figure this out. With- it is there to be figured out. Please let me finish. And I think the reason they don't draw the conclusion okay. that he's complicit is because the administration doesn't go- want to go down that road, not because uh, there's not evidence to suggest he's complicit. Zero. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, he just said if Mattis and somebody else were Democrats, I'd be all over this. Yeah. Did yeah. I miss that part? Pa- pa- Pompeo oh, yeah. and Ma- yeah. Mm-hmm. So if it was Mattis and Pompeo, and if they were Democrats, Lindsay, as a Republican, would be just climbing up and down them, saying this is a cover-up. Party first. That's right. You got it. Uh, holy shite oh he's not Sharp. afraid he's not afraid to admit lo- uh, you know he, allegiance to party you know he's done it I and mean, this no. isn't this is his modus operandi really that's his mo or his yeah MS, I, I, his guess, I guess i'm just disgusted at the fact that he's pretty much admitting from what i understand and i haven't been i haven't been in touch you know on the yeah on the inner tubes today, but he's pretty much saying, "Oh yeah, if it were a Democrat, I'd be all over the fact that you know he was killed. We know well, he was killed, and Trump Rain, and Mattis Rain. and Pompeo were okay with it." But Rain in the in the era of Trump, it's um, become fashionable to put all your racism and everything out in the open. So why not partisanship and say, well, Mm. if this was Obama's administration, I'd be having Benghazi hearings. But since it's a Republican, uh, I respect them. Yeah, Yeah. this is disgusting. Well, it's disgusting. It is. It is. But, you know, you know, the the, but uh, again, modus operandi. Modus operandi. That as, you know, party first uh, for Lindsey Graham. But. There are some nuggets of uh, schism action in here that I like, and uh, we like that, you know. Let them fight. 
And in the second clip here, um, uh, I, uh, you know, again, this isn't like me saying, boy, Lindsey Graham, you're my hero or anything like that. I just love that, you know, that it, 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 at the very least, somebody is, you know, saying what we all know. You know, he's saying what we all know, although he's saying it in his own partisan hackery way, instead of just out of decency, he has to taint it with, um, you know, uh, the, you know, uh, but hey, at least he's, uh, I'll give him this, at least he's being honest. <laughs> yeah, if this was, if this was the Obama administration, he'd be screeching from the hills or, you know, or all over him, all over. Yeah, him. that's, I, I give you credit at least he's being honest. I, which means ninety five percent of the other time he's not being honest. Yeah. So <laughs> I would say that's a good, good percentage. Kind of like when he was screeching, <sighs> when he was screeching God. at the the um um, uh, Booth Kavanaugh. Uh, oh yeah. Hearing. Oh yeah. The the pearl the pearl clutching. Uh, oh. Scenario. Oh yeah. Oh my God! Small my stars and garters. Uh, but, but listen, listen to this one. Um. This one, you know, it, it's it's a little promising, but again, you know, uh, who's going to believe him? But I'm just glad that Gina Haspel was a actually able to to you know speak on the on the matter. I'm going to do two things. Yes, I'm going to try to get a sense of the Senate resolution where we all vote and designate MBS as one of the people responsible for the death of Mr. Khashoggi, that he was complicit oh, in the murder, that I not only have high confidence, overwhelming belief that that's the case, then what do you do about it? I want to make sure that Saudi Arabia is put on notice, that business as usual has come to an end for me. I will not look at the kingdom the same way uh, that I oh. used to look at it. I will not support arms sales until all responsible for the death of Mr. Khashoggi have brought been brought to justice. I will no yes, and I will no longer uh, support the war in Yemen as constructed. Oh, okay. The war in Yemen. Mm -hmm. That part I think is bullshit. And the next part, you did you all notice? I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I'm all hot. I'm hot and ready to go. Did you all notice how he's ignoring the fact that um, Trump just pretty much gave cover for Saudi Arabia? And now, again, he's still doing the same thing he did before. Even yeah, before. He's words. Yeah, even before she came, before, the, you know, the, the Senate. Oh, well, I don't know. I just think this is really, really bad. He's ignoring the fact that fucking Donald Trump is like, maybe he did it. Maybe he didn't. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's trying to sit back and act like, oh, I'm a I'm well, a man. Yeah, I'm a big man, and I'm just not gonna. I can't. I can't even. He, he was parsing his words, saying, you know, you'd have to be, you know, blind or whatever mm -hmm. he said to, you know, to not see it. So he didn't come right out and say, you know, what the fuck he talking about, Trump. So he's still, you know, still providing cover for, you know, this this indecent behavior from the Trump administration. Yes. So, mm -hmm. See, I like how simple you made it, Ken. Me, <laughs> Thank you. In the meantime, I'm like, gah, gah, gah. Lindsey Graham, you are a Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, I admire his honesty saying that he puts his party before the country. Uh, thank you for it doing that. He's done it before. Um, yeah. 
and uh, but at least there's a little there's a little bit of righteous indi- indignation there uh, that it hopefully will uh, help fracture uh, the the you know stranglehold Trump has on the Senate right now. So with you know having them all march lockstep with them, but you know I don't know, you know I, I I've been you know to say. You know, I can't say the GOP has ever let me down because they've never really done anything to really impress me. You know, I mean, there have been those <laughs> moments where I was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad somebody is, who's a Republican is saying this, like, you know, Jeff Flake or something like that. And then yes. and all of a sudden he does something real shitty and you're just like, what? Yeah. I, I don't even really care. I don't expect anything from these guys. But um, it was it, it was good, though, that, you know, I guess like there was like a, a few dozen senators that came out and were like, holy shit. I mean, it's, it's, you know, and, and Bob Corker was one of them. Listen, listen to what he said here. Um, so, so at the very least, optically, this is going to make Trump look bad, you know, uh, in certain circles, not with his base, of course, that doesn't matter. But uh, this is uh, what Bob Corker said. If the crown prince went in front of a jury, he would be convicted in 30 minutes of murder. Yes. Why isn't the Yemen resolution something that does have teeth one of the right ways to try to punish Saudi Arabia? Which one? The Yemen resolution. Well, the Yemen resolution uh, gets into a a, uh, war powers situation, and the administration can easily turn right back around and say we're not involved in hostilities. See, and he's even given cover there. <laughs> uh, I feel like he gave even. I feel like he gave far less cover than Lindsay did. Yeah, but he still did. I, some I, there. Yeah, he did. I mean, but this, you know, Corker said if this was if this was in a court of law in the United States, thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay was like, well, I. Just, he did say the no. smoking smoking bone saw thing, which is uh, what I would have loved to have gotten audio wise. But yeah, okay. Um, I'm, I, I just again, I'm not I'm not saying this is these guys are you know no attaboys from me. Just uh, hey, thanks for finally fucking realizing what we already all knew, and you know maybe maybe trying to uh, uh, do something about it. But I doubt it. You know, I'm not going to hold my breath. I just love that they're on record saying these things, you know? Yeah. And then... Yeah, I wish they all had enough, you know, balls to actually say what we just heard is the direct opposite of what the administration is putting out. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, because time and time again, I mean, Trump is like, well, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. It's a bad thing if this happened, Mm -hmm. and, oh, this is a terrible situation, but we just don't know, and all this other bullshit. Oh, for sure. We know. We know what happened. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket surgeon to figure out Saudi Arabia is run by a bunch of supervillains. I mean... Yeah, uh, and they, they killed... A resident of the United States of America. Sure, and then of uh-huh. course, of course, at the G three plus seventeen summit, uh, you huh. had the the big high five. And you know why I said G three is because 
G three was G three was uh, stood for Guitar Three. It was a it was a tour that was uh, Steve Vai, Joe Satriani, and Ingve Malmsteen, and they do that with other guitarists too. So of course my brain just goes to it. But yeah, G G three plus seventeen. Uh, but um, <laughs> you know, and, and there's there's a reason why that big old gross you know butcher you know uh, human butchery uh, handshake and everything and all, smiles ear to ear. I'm surprised Putin's Botox didn't start spurting out his face. Uh, he was smiling so hard. And, you know, and the clown prince there with his wolfman beard, um, you know, they, they were just like, oh, yes, you, you're, you're doing good now, you killing journalists. Um, you know, oh. Uh, and then Trump, Trump, Trump showing of, up in the background. Oh yeah, he and he was sad because oh, yeah. he hasn't been able to kill any journalists yet or get his uh, his you know base riled up. I mean, he they tried. Yeah. Mister Pipe Bomb sure tried. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he he was sad. He was sad that uh, he couldn't join in all the reindeer games because they were high fiving, and he was. I, I, they told me I can't bother with you guys. I should have killed some journalists. I can't. I can't play. I can't play with you. Should have shot him in the face <laughs> on Fifth Avenue. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. In. in you know. Also. I, everybody. Okay. I. I don't. This audio is terrible. But. Um. At the G three plus seventeen summit. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the. Uh, I like that. Yeah, Trump uh, was uh, walked out on stage with the Argentinian oh, president, right? He didn't he just get elected to the new new Argentinian president? I, I th- well, yeah, but you know, it's he he got a shocker on the. I have no, he he was he was. I think he's a recent election yeah, electee. Yeah, yeah. I, but I'll tell you what. I don't think I've seen Trump move so fast since there was like you know the last leg in the KFC bucket. You know, get me out of here. But this is like <laughs> eleven seconds. Trump walks on stage. Cameras are flashing. You can hear some laughter. Trump goes right out, gives a quick handshake to the president of Argentina, and then walks briskly. Uh, you know, exit stage right. And uh, and and this is uh, this is the audio of that. And if you listen real close at the end, he and Trump say, "Get me out of here! Get me out of here!" <laughs> Yeah, so I, I took it upon myself to clean it up. I did a noise reduction on it, and you can hear it a little bit clear of Trump saying, Get me out of here. You hear that? Jesus. Yeah. So, and people were just that, laughing that in the audio audience. was amazing. Yeah. Like he shook, he shook hands with the dude. And He's then crapping. he kept walking and he kind of did a little hip wave. Mm. And I'm I'm still I'm still shocked at like I don't know if it was a handler or somebody on stage was like, we have to get Mr. Trump. And and the Argentinian president just kind of looks and just turns his back to the crowd and like yeah, I mean they were he, supposed to line up like the Rockettes. You know? I, they were supposed to line up like the Rockettes. Exchange some aye, kind aye, words. Aye. You know. And he just he just like Nah, I'm not doing this. Get me out of here. He's such a bad person. Yeah. He's bad. 
He's not just bad. It's just he doesn't even respect, like, the norms. Like, did nobody tell him ahead of time? You go out there. You shake the hands with the president. You stand there. You wave. Other people are going to join you on stage. And everybody waves. Somebody had to tell him that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this is is the way things go. And he just shook hands and was like, yep, I'm out. Like, a, a little petulant child from... You know what? You know what? Now I'm thinking about this. He just reminds me of every one of those little bratty kids from every Christmas movie ever. Yeah. Or like one of the kids uh, in in Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory who drinks yes. all the, the yes. chocolate chocolate sewer infl- water. Inflated and inflated in purple. Yeah. Yes. Ma- uh, uh, yes. Mauricio Macri, Mauricio Macri was, was elected in 2015. I was wrong. Scooter can says Brazil's president is new. So, um, well, there you go. Okay, so. But still. But in any event. Damn it. But, but still. He's not kill anybody yet. <laughs> what <Yeah>. the hell? <laughs> he oh just, at this, at this G20, he was embarrassing, ridiculous, Petulant. Well, they they fat? must have, don't they have advanced teams anymore, or is that a thing of the past? You know, <laughs> I I don't know, right. but y- you know, Rain, he was the same exact way at the G G three plus seventeen. Uh, so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you would think it's the same thing, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. No, I still think they have advanced teams. What I really do believe is that well, oh, because I, ad- I, advanced teams are something that that's part of the White House staff. That's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, that's a staff thing. It's right. not somebody like you get picked. This is your position. And, and wouldn't the advance team like know what they were going to do at the G three plus seventeen? <laughs> I I I think that they knew that. I like, think this is how be, out at of the end there's going to be a photo op. Yeah, leader is going to walk on stage one at a time, and then. Stand one to the left, one to the right, one to the left, one to yes. the right until everybody's out there. Yeah, they even do yes. that at the G. What we the, have, what we have even, as a president who ignores all of it. Yeah, he they ignored even, it. Yeah, they even do that at the G four times five. Um, yeah, so guys, <laughs> and the G forty minus twenty, <laughs> and the G oh, and the G nine squared. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Can we just sorry. call this one the GDMT? God damn it! Let's call this one the Jesus Christ. <laughs> what did he do? Uh, <laughs> or maybe maybe the G hundred divided by five. He well, he was just he was ridiculous. <laughs> he was ridiculous. This whole thing. God God. Yeah, I really just wanted him to say, I would like to have the ability to mm-hmm. stay in Argentina the way a lot of Nazis used to. Oh, I'll tell you what. Uh, speaking of, of that, um, the SNL bit. Okay, I, I thought it was going to be sad when Kate McKinnon wasn't going to be doing a Lil' Jeff anymore. But oh <laughs> my God, her Giuliani. <laughs> oh my yes. God. Oh, that was so fucking funny! Oh, with the little <laughs> the little bat wing reveal. <laughs> you caught the Giuliani thing, huh? Oh my god, that oh, was yes, brilliant! Yes, but yes, uh, yes. yeah, the "Don't Cry for Me Argentina" spoof. I almost got that, but there was it, it, I, I 
it, I really think everybody needs to watch it, especially because Kate McKinnon is is Giuliani is, is fucking wonderful. So I'm just is gl- there any character she can't play? Uh, no, I don't think so. But you know what? This no. is this is one curious thing is that has anybody because I've been saying about Rudy Rudy Giuliani for a long time. I've been calling him Giuliani for a long time because. It, I always thought he kind of looks like, you know, Nosferatu or something like that. But I yes. don't really remember anybody else doing that. I'm not saying that I came up with it, but it's just so awesome that other people are, are doing that. Because I, I, I don't know if they ever did that. Anybody ever did that before. If I if I was inspired by somebody else doing it or not. I did, an, I so. did a Nosfer- Nosferatu Giuliani Photoshop. Yeah, and I if remember. If I find that. it, I'll post it. Do you remember yeah. it? Yeah. Well, yes. and and what I used to say, I used to, I used to when Charles Krauthammer was still alive, I kind of pushed the shtick from Krauthammer to uh, to Guliani, uh at one point because I used to call him Count Count Krauthammer. Um and, <laughs> I, and I I always said Krauthammer looked like the guy in on the jail space on the Monopoly board, but Rudy looks more like him. So. Uh, <laughs> Did you guys read that that they they tried to give him they tried to throw him an anniversary party? <laughs> but nobody would come. Nobody would come. <laughs> it was an anniversary party, I guess, of him being, you know, I don't know, the mayor of New York City so many years ago. Yeah, it was the anniversary and, of his election. And they they had to cancel because nobody would show up. Oh dear. That's yeah. That's, well, what are you gonna do? Schadenfreude. Well, actually, I think Rudy has a total total guest count uh, for you for, for, that, yes, to Bob, for that party. Yes. Guliani does look like that boy. Yeah. But yeah, the, the total guest count that for that party. Hero. Yeah. Um, America! Okay. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, there we go. Uh, we got to go to the break. Uh and I'll tell you what, speaking of breaks, let's hope I don't break my elbow tonight. I'll tell everybody what about that when we come back. Oh. <laughs> um, I broke my left elbow as a child, but I might break my right one tonight. We'll see. Oh, uh, no, it's, no, it's, good. it's no, it really isn't good. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let me see. Um, let's go ahead and we'll play. Um, We'll play Ghost Gun for Rudy Giuliani because he seems to haunt uh, places he shouldn't. So, all right, Ghost it's my, Gun. It's my Rudy Giuliani. There we go, Ghost Gun live from WRUW with the late great Derek Poindexter on base. Coming up, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. This is a song about a weapon that can kill spirits. It's called Ghost Gun.
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mic Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mic Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords. They're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now, and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! This is Kenny Pick from Turn Up the Night, and I want to wish every one of you a happy Hanukkah Monzadon. Isn't that right, Suze? Yes! Happy Hanukkah Monzadon. Hey, and don't you worry, all of our cats are working on presents for you right now. The Doctor, Timby, and Jeliza Rose are all chewing on tinsel at this very moment, working on a special surprise for all of you. That's right, Ken. And it wouldn't be the holidays without tinsel hanging out of all of our cats' butts. <laughs> so true. Happy holidays from Indie Media Weekly. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth it's showtime! Certainly is showtime. Welcome back to it. And yes, our cats all have tinsel hanging out their butts. Uh... <laughs> uh <laughs> It's even more disturbing at Easter than it's green. Uh, Easter grass. Uh, so th- actually, that that story dates back to uh, uh, we had a my parents had this cat named Mittens. Uh, it was my first cat. You know, uh, I got its first cat I remember, and she lived to be you know like almost twenty, I think. Um, and uh, so, or maybe like seventeen, eighteen. I don't know. She would have lived longer, but. She got shot with some asshole's pellet gun 
and uh, oh. her, her mobility. I mean, we, we got her fixed up and had a pin put in her leg and everything, but she she you know she got a little rough towards the end. But she she, I I you know what I think she was twenty because she was still alive after I moved out of the house. Because uh, I think we got her when I was like three or something like that. Um, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, in mittens, she would eat the tinsel from the Christmas tree. And one time I saw her running around and of course cats can't digest that. And I saw her and there was this dingleberry with a little silver <laughs> attachment. And, um, I was like, are you fucking sick ass cat? And, uh, grabbed some toilet paper or something and just gave it a little pull. <laughs> And she, and she was off like a shot. It was like a little ripcord. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I tried to do it as gently as possible. It, w- it wasn't like it was, you know, in there a foot or anything. <laughs> you know, it was mostly <laughs> out. But, uh, but yeah, so you got to be careful with that stuff. Uh, you know, we, we... She had a silver tapeworm. Yeah, we got to hide ribbon from the cats and everything like that. The, like the thin curling ribbon and stuff. We got to hide that from these assholes because, you know, you'll, you'll, you know, be in the other room and you hear, you'll hear a... And, of course, they're gnawing on this stuff like it's grass. You know, <laughs> they're chewing it on the side of their mouth, and then you know, <laughs> then you gotta reel it out of them. So, uh, yeah, we gotta be real careful with that. So, tinsel actually never, we'll never have tinsel in this house. <laughs> um, yeah, you, we we'll we'll say penis in this house uh, before we. Uh, Don't say penis in this house. Before we have tinsel, uh, but yes, oh, about the elbow breaking scenario here is uh, a few weeks back. Susan and I we went to this going out of business sale of this woman who had its really uh, cool antique shop, and I found this really nice hutch. Uh, but I'm going to use it for a curio cabinet. It's very mid-century looking, maybe early '60s. Um, I'll get a picture of it um, at some point for everybody, but. Um, uh, and I wanted it in my office, and I moved it to where there was an older one that was a little uh, didn't stick out as much as this one. Um, and earlier today, while I was doing show prep, after I had just put this in in today, I took my last personal day before the end of the year today, so we could do some running around. And plus, our car was in the shop. Um, um, and. <laughs> And I spun around on my desk, and and I cracked my elbow on the edge of this this ledge that sticks out. Um, And I was just like, mother, mother. (laughs) (laughs) It just cracked right on the funny bone. So now I have, um, uh, I was telling Joe this before the show, but if anybody knows those, like, little wristbands you can wear for athletics and stuff like that. I Every once in a while, my wrists bother me uh, from using the mouse too much. I don't think I have carpal tunnel. I just think it's like, you know, uh, just from using the mouse too much. But uh, I'll wear, my if my wrists start to hurt, I'll wear one of those and it feels better. Um, but I took one of those and I stretched it out a little bit and pulled it over my elbow. So now I have a little bit of padding in case I do it again. But I'm being very cognizant now of, of the position of this thing. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping not to scream bloody murder if, if I hit my elbow on it during the show. Um, but, uh, anywho, yeah, so that's, that's what <laughs> the elbow breaking scenario is. And, um, nice. yeah, so, but I'm, I just need to move my desk like six inches. Uh, but I got a bookcase I got to get out of here too, or something. I don't know. I've got like. A lot of furniture in here. It's all pretty well placed, except now this, <laughs> you know. So 
uh, and I might actually this one is this I might be able to put this one on the wall with the register because it has legs and stands up. So then it could be a cat den. Um, Meow. Yeah. So anywho, um, let's uh, a little Jeffy near there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember you, you so and so. I know. I, I own this place pretty much. No, you don't. I'm gonna kick you out in the snow the next time it snows. I got survival skills. Do your worst. Okay, I'll try. Called me a so and so again. He did again, again, again. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a. I think I think that's a loving term. I don't think he loves oh, me. Oh no, it no. is most certainly not, little lady. <laughs> <laughs> See? See? Uh, that's one little uh that's that's so one mean little uh He's little one elf. mean little cuss. Yeah. That's one one nasty little elf. Ah, you keep up with that racist talk. I'll, I'll, I'll stick my tiny little boot in your uh heel. So uh, go eat a cook. What? <laughs> what? So, how does Jeff get along with the cats? Uh, they uh, they chew on him and toss him around. So. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe he does have survival skills. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, I caught him hiding yeah, well. in, inside an empty pop can the other day. Uh. So <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's not devolve into little Jeff stuff just yet. <laughs> Um, uh, but, no, uh, a whole night for that. <laughs> I do have, I do have something, uh, uh, <laughs> something, um, uh, fun. I want to talk about here a little bit. Uh, it, it's fun, but not fun. Um, because, and this is from Chris Hayes show, you know, he does thing one and thing two on his program. Um, mm-hmm. well, he, he had an interesting one about a couple tweets, one from the ghoul, uh, Rudy Giuliani and, uh, one from Trump where they invented a couple things, Um, but uh, here you go. Thing one tonight is the Mueller investigation gets ever closer to the president. It's just amazing to behold the brilliant legal minds at work on Team Trump. Although they appear to be down to about two people, the president himself and Rudy Giuliani, who have, of course, been taking their case to the court of Twitter. Giuliani tweeted the other day complaining about the Cohen News, quote, Mueller filed an indictment just as the president left for G20 in July. Now, I don't know if he meant to write G20 dot in, but when he did, he created a link that everybody can now click on. And now, when you click on that link, it takes you to G20.in, a website with just one sentence, Donald J. Trump is a traitor to our country. Well done, Rudy. But if you want the really good stuff, as always, you've got to go to the tweets of the president himself, who today reached perhaps a new low, besmirching the good name of a man they call Scott Free. And that's thing two in 60 seconds. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pause that real quick before we get to Scott Free. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the ghoul, uh, yeah, he put, uh, G-20.in, uh, <laughs> and to my knowledge, it hasn't been changed. Don't you think somebody, after all the coverage this has gotten, it's become aware of that and maybe altered the tweet, you know, deleted and reposted without running those oh, two sentences? Oh, really? No. I mean. No, Julie hasn't, Julie. Giuliani, also known as Bat Boy, <sighs> he hasn't he hasn't sobered up enough to change his tweet. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Who has awoken me from my coffin? Wow, 
That's a thing. <laughs> That's Rudy Giuliani as uh, that boy. It's the ghoul. Um, <laughs> uh, the uncool ghoul. We used to have the cool ghoul here. Um, but uh, <laughs> the uncool ghoul. Uh, so, yeah. So, no, he's, so, so he's Rudy, too stupid to correct his yeah. tweet. Yeah, so so now I love this one because I don't know if any... I'm sure some nerds out there probably came to the conclusion that I did. Um, but l- here's, here's a... Yes, Mr. Scott Free. Let's learn about Mr. Scott Free. Donald Trump has never been much of a writer, and his tweets are often filled with interesting stuff like unnecessary quotation marks and misspellings and, of course, unnecessary capitalization. Like this tweet from today, Michael Cohen asked judge for no prison time, capital P, capital T. And then in part two of the tweet, he says Cohen has lied to get his wife and father-in-law off scot-free. And in that moment, the internet needed to know, wait, who the heck is Scott Free? Scott Free was <laughs> trending, on, trending on Twitter as reactions started pouring in. This guy, who may or may not have just changed his Twitter name to Scott Free this afternoon, replied to the president, leave me out of this. Folks at Merriam-Webster helpfully tweeted the actual spelling of Scott Free, calling Trump's version, quote, some guy, probably. Everyone's favorite lawn mowing kid meme made an appearance, are you Scott Free? But Alex Stone may have won the day writing, I know of one person who can't manage to board a plane. Scott Free. Yes, then it showed a picture of him, uh, Trump, going up the, a, a video of Trump walking up uh, the steps of Air Force One with the big piece <laughs> of Scott toilet tissue stuck to his uh, shoe. And boy, I'm I'll Scott tell you Free. what, I had never seen video of that. I thought it was just stills. I had never seen video of, of Trump walking up. It's so much more glorious. Watching him just, you know, it's like, It's like no, it, it just the whole way up. <laughs> yeah, I think the he thing took about it into the that plane is, too. Is that he he left he left the beast, the car, mm-hmm. and he walked up, yeah, up the stairs, which means that he entered the beast because there's no toilet in the beast. Are we which, sure of that? I, it doesn't matter. Just let me live with this, Joe. He he went into the beast with the toilet. Unless he took a crap in the beast. on the floor of the beast or on the seat, it's probably nobody, been modified. It's probably been modified to have like a little potty put in one of the seats. Nobody probably has a little shark catcher in there. The <laughs> thing is, is that nobody, is like a dream nobody, yeah, <laughs> nobody <laughs> told, nobody told the president. Nobody stopped him. Nobody said, "Mr. President." Can you just stand no. still for a moment while no we one help him. get rid of the toilet paper <laughs> on your shoe? Uh, they just were like, "You go, you go, you big man." Somebody you was be gonna. You. Somebody you was gonna be you. Somebody was gonna try and help him, and then then somebody said no. No, no one help him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were probably recovering from the smell and the beast. Oh yeah. After that shark. Jesus. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, Ken, I didn't know that you didn't see that video. I only saw the pictures. <laughs> I never saw the video. It was. I was just transfixed by it. I was like, oh, it's just like yeah, that video a flag of indecency. It's like a flag of indecency, just waving in the wind. And but he didn't even Scott see Free. it. He didn't even see it when he turned around. He's no. definitely not Scott Tissue Free. No. He was looking for his umbrella. <laughs> oh Jesus, God! Oh, with that umbrella. Yeah, he was looking for the umbrella. 
can't fold One up the umbrella. Walk up the, can't flush the toilet paper. I know. He's going to walk up that with the umbrella stuck to his shoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he can't see it because of his girth. So, uh, anyway, I want to um, explain to everybody who Scott Free is. I know this. Evidently, Scott- he's underneath Cohen's parents. Scott Free is the world's greatest escape artist, also known as Mr. Miracle. Created by Jack Kirby for the New Gods for DC Comics. And I have audio from Justice League Unlimited to prove it. What are you, the world's greatest escape artist or the world's greatest idiot? For crying out loud, Scott, not even you can get out of this trap. That's what I like about you, Oberon. Your incurable optimism. Stop distracting him and get the canister. I hate to admit this, but Oberon has a point. Don't worry, darling. They don't call me Mr. Miracle for nothing. First rule of show business, never believe your own publicity. Craziest stunt you ever pulled. That's why we're rehearsing it. Kid's got an answer for everything. Let's hope the train's running late today. Leave it to Scott Free to find the newest wrinkles. You sure have given me a few. Oh, ye of little faith. Scott, I thought you were dead. He's not dead. Okay, so the stunt that he escaped from in this video was him being in uh, shackled and then entombed in this uh, big metal-like uh, casket uh, on a set of train tracks. Except the train wasn't coming down the tracks. You probably heard the train, but also a helicopter. Uh, oh no! And he was also encased the at, once he was in the metal coffin thing. Then they encased him in 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 ice. And then a helicopter flew a train in and dropped a, a locomotive engine, train engine on top of. Him. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, Scott Free is Mr. Miracle, and, and, and uh, there you go. It's uh, they they even said his full name in that clip. Uh, there. Leave it to Scott Free to find the newest wrinkles. You sure have given me a few. So there you go, Scott Free, created by Jack Kirby, Mr. Miracle. Um, right. So uh, so maybe Trump was talking about that, but I know he wasn't. Maybe. Yeah. Because the, well, you know. Trump doesn't know what he was talking about. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Because he ain't no escape artist, I can tell you that. Because Mueller. Uh, <laughs> oh, this week. This week, it's tense, man. It is tense. It is. This could be it. This could be the drop. The big drop. The, they'll, Mueller's going to get a helicopter and drop a locomotive on Trump. I <laughs> <laughs> drop it. Nosferuti is going to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, I posted my uh, Nosferuti picture in the in the chat for yeah. uh, inspiration for rain. I think I know how much help. I 
think I know uh, how much help uh, Rudy's going to be. Zero. Uh, in all of Zero. this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, I like uh, to hear Rudy saying, I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. My gosh. Jesus. Yeah, so... Uh, I, I still can't mm-hmm. get over the fact that nobody went to his anniversary party because nobody wants to be around Rudy Giuliani anymore. He's creepy. Would you go? No, I wouldn't go. I've See? never liked Rudy. I didn't like Rudy when he was the mayor of New York City. I've never liked him. But I can understand. I And, and seriously, I can understand why, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, he was the mayor of New York City during 9-11. We respect mm-hmm. him and all this stuff. I can even understand that people sort of liked him for cleaning up New York City and Times Square. Mm-hmm. I get that. I don't agree, but I get that. The fact that nobody wanted to show up to his anniversary party. To, to, to me, that says, yeah, even even Republicans like, yeah, no, 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 no. Even, no. Alan, Dur- even Alan Dershowitz said no. Yeah, Alan Dershowitz was like, <laughs> I'm going to just go hang out with that uh, that guy who had, um, you know, hung out with the miners. Zero. Had the massages from the uh, Russian miners stuff. They should have spiced up the menu. Pork chop sandwiches! No. <laughs> uh, Who am I talking about? That guy. God damn it, that guy. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Dershowitz? The Der- Der- Dershowitz and, but no. Um, yeah, Sorry, Dershowitz. I'll stop Joe, help me out here. Yes? Who's the guy Epstein? from Miami? Oh, no, no. E- Epstein. Yes. Oh, J- 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 Jerry Epstein? Jerome Epstein is his name? I don't know. Epstein. Even Epstein wouldn't show no. up at Rudy's party. Mm-hmm. And he was like, dude, I got off with having sex with minors. I can't be seen with you. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and, and uh, Epstein's Jeffrey lawyer Epstein. was, uh, was Jeffrey Epstein. And, and he, he was... Um, Dershowitz was his Dershowitz lawyer. Dershowitz was his lawyer. Sure. Yeah. And the guy who is now, I think, either in Trump's cabinet, Acosta, was one of the people who helped get him off. And mm-hmm. I, this is this is a story that I hope we can talk about at a later date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll but talk about disgusting. dirty shirts. We'll talk about dirty shirts and Epstein at yeah. some point. Um, so <laughs> I just decided to call Dershowitz dirty shirts from now on, everyone. Yeah. Uh, but According yeah, to Dershowitz. Nobody could commit a crime. No. Yeah. No, and and I don't know if you saw, but there was a story uh, over at Ross story. It, he said he had a very he had a therapeutic massage at Epstein's home by a very 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 old Russian. Yes, a nineteen year old. <laughs> yes, because nineteen yes. is old to these You're right. perverts. You're right, Rain. She was nineteen. Thirty shirts. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, Dershowitz. What a piece of work, man. I had a very th- I had a therapeutic massage with a very 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 old Russian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Epstein is just fresh as off her tenth birthday. And, uh, uh, Epstein she was is filthy. Whole, she was a whole decade Trump old. Trump is a very good friend of them both. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Nineteen. That's old. Nineteen years. Yeah. Well, and, and it, is that even true uh you know so night yeah she was probably 14 
Well, you know, I, I mean, if, but yeah, the the Epstein stuff. I don't know. That's just that's just a whole other thing. But Dershowitz, he's dirty man. Oh yeah, he is a uh, all know, the way back to O.J. Simpson. Oh yeah, um, and you know, sometimes uh, when you need a uh, where is it? a criminal lawyer, sometimes you need a yes. criminal. Yeah, seriously, when the going gets tough. You don't want a criminal lawyer, right? You want a criminal lawyer. Know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Rudy. Yeah. Zero. Integrity. Uh, zero. Uh, whatever. Um, yeah. So zero morals. Um, so, uh, so yeah. And uh, let me see. Uh, well, it's almost time to go to break. Um let me see if there's one little thing to that we can talk about here and not Trump's uh, G3. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, <laughs> you talking about his, his depend size? Be a G, well, he that was a G3. That would be G200. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, G3 is the size of something else, maybe. Um, but, uh, but I don't know. I don't want to know anything about that. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and, and go to the break. Uh, cause when we come back, we get some very interesting stuff, uh, from, um, uh, a panel with Jake Tapper with John Avalon, Margaret Hoover, a stead, uh, Herndon, Philip bump. It's a lot of people. I just put all their names in there and I was like, I'll never remember them all. Uh, but, uh, they, there's, um, this whole witness tampering thing going on with Trump. And uh, and it's uh, it, it's it's pretty serious, fucked up stuff. Um, and uh, but again, nobody holds him to the same standard as as previous presidents, um, except Kellyanne Conway's husband. Oh yeah, we'll get to that later too. Um, and uh, also, I, I just want to say real quick, I'm not going to lionize him or anything. You know. I, I had, but you know, uh, George H. W. Bush, rest in peace. Um, you you did some really shitty things in your life, but you know, he had a family who loved you. So um, you know, that's all I got to say. No need to spend any extra time on that, because uh, that's kind of been uh, everything they're talking about in the press the last few days, which I understand. Oh, you know, yeah, he's yeah. a former president. I get it. I get it. Um, but, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so we're going to hit the break. We'll be right back with more turn up the night right after, uh, oh, there, where's that new trailer or new bumper there? I want to play this one. We'll be right back. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heaping helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. <laughs> 
You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. I can handle things, I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb, I'm smart, and I want the specs. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easy idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition. Hey, look at that. It's uh, it's already December, everybody. Holy crap. Uh, welcome back to the program, of course. Uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Trying to answer the question, where is Jeff Lord? Mm. He's underneath Scott Free. Oh. <laughs> Jeffrey Lord, I don't know. I think he's, li- he's living with his mother. Um, yeah, is he still with his mom? He's probably making some, I don't know, grits. Whatever mm. happened to him? Like, Cream he just, like, wheat. freaking disappeared. I mean, not that I want him to reappear, but... Maybe his forehead finally, uh, you know, uh, he, he just couldn't support it anymore, and he just, like, tipped over and couldn't get back up. Um, what made you think of him, Joe? Um, I was going through some old uh, Photoshop junk I did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and... I, I did a, a Jeffrey Lord, but I had his head made into a crock pot. Oh, okay. <laughs> a, a broken crock pot. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was one of those things I had nothing to do when I was playing with Photoshop. Sure. I said, oh, let me, let me turn his head into a crock pot. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. So, <laughs> and uh, It just seemed kind of random. Where is Jeffrey Lord? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. The show that well, answers the question, where is Jeff Lord? <laughs> uh, and uh, we should do some investigative journalism on this. Uh, and, of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. Hello. Scott Free does not live in my basement. And Jeff Lord does not live upstairs in my mom's house. Uh, let me see. I'm, I'm looking. Have- Although I've, I've heard rumors. If you have a broken crackpot, you know where he is. Yeah, but I, I've actually heard rumors that Scott Free and Jeff Lord, they they may have moved in together and decided that they are bachelors. Maybe. Or maybe, Living you know. together. Or maybe Larry Clayman is uh, trying to teach him how to oh. sue his mother. Larry Clayman. That boy is sick. He has a, uh, Jeffrey Lord has a Twitter account. And, uh, you know, he's just tweeting some, retweeting some run-of-the-mill weirdos like Laura Ingram and Mike Mm. Pence and 
I wish he could get on a panel on CNN again, but he can't. Yeah. He was fired for defending Nazis, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And crockpots. So, crockpots as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> crockpots and crockpots, yes. <laughs> Do I have a... It's, it's a... What's Jeffrey Lord's head? Uh, it's, like, it's a crock. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crock. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get back into things here. Uh, yeah, I want to get to this panel from uh, Jake Tapper's program today, The Lead with Jake Tapper. Again, he had a lot of folks on. In no particular order, we're going to hear from uh, folks like John Avalon, Margaret Hoover, Ested Herndon, and Philip Bump. Uh, Philip Bump. That's a good name. Um, and this is uh, basically about... Um, Trump is basically witness tampering with Twitter. Uh, and oh, really? Yeah. And shocker, I know. We're all stunned here. Uh, but I think they had some pretty a pretty good breakdown on this. So here's clip one. On Twitter, President Trump complained about Michael Cohen's plea deal uh, this week. He continued, quote, I will never testify against Trump. The statement was recently made by Roger Stone, essentially stating that he will not be forced by a rogue and out-of-control prosecutor to make up lies and stories about, quote, President Trump. I don't know why he put that in quotes. Nice to know <laughs> that some people still have, quote, guts. Okay, so that's <laughs> President Trump's tweet. Here's how Neil Katyal, the acting solicitor general under Obama, reacted uh, to that and the other tweets. He didn't order Stone not to testify. He didn't have to do that. He said don't cooperate, and effectively, you're going to get a get-out-of-jail-free card. But if you do, then I'm going to tell everyone to throw the book at you. And, you know, uh, you know, the mob does it with violence. He's doing it with pardons and with the law enforcement apparatus. What do you think? Well, it just makes the mind boggle that the president of the United States could use the pardon power to coerce people, but that's what he seems to have done. And if you look at the statute, it's not terribly subtle. It basically says it's illegal to try to influence, delay, or prevent the testimony of any person in an official proceeding. What's he doing yeah. uh, with his tweets, praising the people who are refusing to cooperate talk, other than sound like a mob boss? Do you agree? I mean... Yeah. All of this is utterly improper, without and without president, and and, and defies not, not just... The- it's the spirit of the law, the spirit of respect for the rule of law and the Constitution. So this, I mean, we're, do I agree? Yes, I agree. Is this utterly appropriate? <laughs> yes. Occasionally. Every now and then. Yeah. I just wanted to see. <laughs> just wanted to see. <laughs> um, just asking. Yeah, just asking. Just double checking. Uh, so, yeah, this is, uh, it, it, it is unprecedented. And it's, uh, it's. Actually, it's, it's not. The the it, it the witness ahead. tampering is the witness tampering is not unprecedented. I mean, well, Nixon what, did it. Sure. many many criminals do it. What? But is Trump is coming right out and doing it on Twitter. That's what's yeah, unprecedented. That's that's kind of what I'm. Yeah, I, I just want to make. I think that's something that really needs to be punched home. But I think what you don't understand is that you cannot commit a crime. In public, well, you can. See, it's only a crime. It's only a crime if you do it in, in like yeah. behind closed doors and try to hide it. But if you do it on Twitter, it can't be a crime. Sure, that's kind of that's kind of the point that I'm trying to punch home. Can't be a crime. I know. I know you're. I know. I know you're trying to be funny. I'm. I don't find this funny. Oh, I don't either. It's just. It, it's just so absurd. You know. 
Uh, He's doing it in plain sight. I mean... Yeah. yeah. And they're making the case that if you do it in plain sight, it isn't a crime. Yeah, or if the president was a crime, you wouldn't do it in plain sight. Yeah, to me, what he did yesterday was, was one of those situations where... Can he go further? Can he go further? Can he go down more rock bottom? Yes, he did. And what he did yesterday was really stunning. Like, I saw that and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You're literally saying, I know we had a plan to rob the bank. Mm -hmm. Keep the plan. We're not going to rob the bank right now. Yeah. It's, It's still a crime. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I, I guess, and, and Joe, I hope you don't mind. I mean, I hope you didn't take that the wrong way. I which just, way? I feel like, when, when <laughs> I know you were trying to bring some levity to it, dude. No, I, 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 I mean, to it, but I mean, it, it, I was being sarcastic. It, 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 but they are actually making this case that Rudy Giuliani said this that it can't be a crime if you're doing. Even Dershowitz said. Yes. You can't be a crime if you do it in public. Dirty shirts. Yes. They've been saying that for months. And yesterday was just so funny. I mean, it's a ridiculous concept. He's doing the same thing Nixon did, but Nixon tried to hide it and got caught. And when he got caught, he got impeached. This guy does it out in the open. And yes. it feels like as if you do it that way, it can't possibly be a crime. Yeah, this is, to me, this is amazing. This is amazing. I mean, there are people who who have put death threats on Twitter, not political, but just simple death threats. I am going to kill you. And the police department shows up at their door and saying, guess what? That was a death threat. We are going to arrest you for threatening death. This what, what happened yesterday is really no different. And what happened today backs up everyone's opinion of what happened yesterday. Oh, well, when, he is... When Mr. He, when Mr. Stone said, I'm going to plead the fifth. Oh, yeah. That didn't happen on Twitter, though. Was it on Instagram? What? Stone isn't on Twitter anymore. No, no, no. I, it, it, the news broke that he is going to take the fifth. Yeah. Well, the day after he was told he'll get a pardon if he's keeps his guts. I think he should totally plead the fifth because that always works out so well. Oh yeah, historically it's always the best way to go. Um, yes. <laughs> because first of all, it casts no suspicion on you. No. No. And 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 I remember a certain presidential candidate saying, uh, all their staff takes the fifth amendment. What does that mean? Uh, you don't take the fifth unless you're guilty. You remember yes. him? Remember him? Yeah, yeah. That I called him. I forgot who that was. Dotus. Uh, he was. Um, he was a candidate back in sixteen. He was orange. Said uh, something about people on the Hillary t- team He's taking the fifth amendment. pounds too, right? He, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he he said, "Boy, if you're taking the fifth, that uh, smells guilty to me." Yeah, and he also, remember, he also said uh, uh, this back in the day, too. If you're not guilty of a crime, what do you need immunity for? Remember? Uh, exactly. <laughs> and, of course, that was, uh, you know, regarding, uh, we, we played that when Flynn was asking for immunity. And uh, 
I believe that's what it was. And was it him that was asking for immunity? Yeah, I think he was. No, I think I think that when uh, Trump said that, that was about the guy. Oh who, no, th- um, that was about. Oh yeah, he worked for Hillary Clinton. I know, I know. Early. That was that was from the campaign trail. But what I'm saying is, didn't then Flynn try and? Yes, uh, early the, on, before Flynn pled guilty, he was floating the idea of immunity. Mm-hmm. Yes, early on, right? So he was. He was floating yeah. the immunity thing. And so uh, we, we yeah, so we played that as a reminder to you know, uh, if you're not guilty, why do you need immunity? You know, so it's it's yeah. just you know Trump's you know zero standards, not even double standards, zero standards. Um, but let's get back to the Jake Tapper panel uh, because they got some more interesting stuff here. Um, and of course, Jake Tapper almost sounds about as sick of saying the same thing that I always say. Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, but here you go. It is pretty incredible just on its face. And once again, you have to play the what if Obama did it? What if Bill Clinton did it? What if, uh, you know, George W. Bush did it? And, and the reaction would be explosive because right. it's Donald Trump and we're so numb to it. Uh, people will just, oh, yeah, he did those tweets. Right. I think numb's a good word. I mean, I think that it continues a dynamic we've seen from across this presidency. If something happened in, in private, if we had a, a newspaper or TV investigation that revealed emails that said that he said the exact same things that he said in the tweet, it would have been explosive, but he tweets it on the morning and it's just Tuesday, right? It's just Monday. And that's been the, the kind of dur- the staying power of this presidency is that he is allowed uh, to the bar to be pushed further and further, that we have become numb to some of these things that are just totally outside of traditional norms. I mean, I'm just try- I'm trying to come up with, I mean, uh, President Obama had plenty of scandals, but he didn't have any quite like the Russian no, investigation. But let's say in uh, Benghazi, he had said something on Twitter, social media, or a private email that got mm-hmm. leaked to somebody who was going to testify, you know, along the lines of that tweet, it would, there would be calls for his impeachment immediately. Well, uh, two points I'd make. The first is that, yes, there would have been, but that also would have been outside the norm for President Obama. This is by no means outside the norm for President Trump. We've seen this over and over and over again. And to That's the point about being numb, it's like we're just, it's this ca- constant cascade. It's hard to pick out individual drops from a waterfall, which is what we're standing under. I will also say, though, that I sort of disagree with John in that I think this is not really about Roger Stone. If there's anyone who understands how loyalty works in Trump world, it's Roger Stone. And so I don't know that he's going to necessarily seize onto that tweet the way that one might suspect. But rather, Donald Trump simply once again trying to say, look at how bad and deranged and corrupt this investigation is, which is, I think, his key lifeline that mm-hmm. he's seizing onto is, I need to portray this thing as being so far out of control that once it comes down and says what I did, no one's going to believe it. So, uh. starting with the, um, the you know, what if Obama had done it? course i mean obama you know uh, i mean you know and i i buzzed jake tapper because president obama did not have plenty of scandals he like had one or two that were basically just causing republicans to clutch their pearls and nobody in his administration was ever indicted they didn't have mass turnover scandals seriously i gotta call that they were manufactured yeah they were manufactured scandals by the right you know, Fast and Furious, uh, Benghazi. Yeah. Um, Fast and Furious started under Bush. And then, oh yeah, and then the the nonsense. The oh, he had the the IRS target teabaggers. No, yeah, except he that they except that they they denied more applications to liberal groups than 
conservative groups. Bingo. I mean, yeah, I'm glad. Don't let the facts get in your way, because, right? Because the the reality is, is that Obama didn't have scandals. Yeah. Obama there, had. There was one scandal, and the scandal was the the VA Pansy? and the, the VA, and and the VA has yeah. been a scandal for a long time. It's been a scandal under Bush. It was it was a scandal under. Under Obama, I mean, what what happened that's, there that's is, is scandalous. That's you know. fair. Well, yeah, but I mean, it, it, what yeah. it wasn't it wasn't just Obama's making. I mean, it's been a building scandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. I mean, if you if you po- uh, follow um, Paul, oh God, I can't remember his last name. Anyway, yeah, you're right. You're right, Joe. You're right about that. So no, I I just feel like the scandals under Obama are bullshit. And well, the ones I, the right talk about. I mean, the the the, the IRS and and uh, and uh, Fast and Furious, all that crap. And, and Jesus, Benghazi. That's that's My what I'm saying. God, they're, they're bullshit. They really are. They're bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were to distill them down, then you can sit back and say these were problems. Mm-hmm. Under yeah. the Obama administration, yeah, I mean the, as the shit to scandals. Yeah, well, and you remember when the the, the right wing was freaking out? Uh, okay, for this, for this, at one point, um, they, I think it was during it was the the uh, Boston Marathon bombing. He called it an act of terror, and everybody yep. freaked out because he didn't call it. A terrorist act, <laughs> you know, it was an act of terror. Why didn't he call it terrorism? He called it an act of terror. You're just now, now it's a scandal just because he didn't use the exact phrase you had bouncing around and you know, like a little fucking tic tac in your in your empty head. You know, yeah. I mean, and he wouldn't he wouldn't say Islamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he needs to call it what it is. He needs to call it what it is. Well. I don't see them clamoring for Trump to say it because he really hasn't said it. But I get the thing I wanted to get back to, you know, it's just I'm really, really tired of and I like Jake Tapper. I do. Mm -hmm. And I have nothing against this panel. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at a certain point. I feel like, quite seriously, we need to stop acting like this administration is on the same level of the Obama administration. And I would even be willing to go so far back to the fir- to the second Bush administration. Yeah. The, the, what we are seeing now are real, in, incredible sta- scandals. Mm-hmm. This is this this is not like Obama. This is not like Bush, and and you know Bush. It's not even like Clinton. it's not even like it's not even like Nixon. To no. tell you the truth, you don't no, always, it really isn't. You don't always crack me up. Really isn't, and I, I, that's the point that I'm trying to make. Stop trying to you know equivocate. You mm-hmm. know, oh well, we have this problem, yeah, it can't and be done. you know, do you remember back when during the Obama administration? It's it, it's like trying to equate. You have some mold on your cheese, which is gross, compared to you have a whole bunch of rotten fruits and vegetables in the bottom of your refrigerator. The latter is the Trump administration. Well, the former might be, might be, the the Obama administration. Well, you know what? You always can get cra- rid of the yeah. mold. You can cut the mold off. 
But you know what always... I hope that what, makes what, sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, uh, you know, it's like comparing a, a dumpster to a refrigerator. You know? Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, there might be some trash in the refrigerator, but the dumpster always only just has trash in it. You know? Um, Our federal it, government is not working. Yeah. This, no. This... Yeah, but it, let me. It's just, really in a bad yeah. place. But mm. there's one 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 thing I want to bring up real quick because I was just uh, you know um, thinking of of you know just let's look at his personal scandals. Look at Trump's personal scandals with all the affairs and uh, infidelity and you know paying to have sex with people. Um, uh, uh, the, As you do. Yeah, sure. And <laughs> why not? You know, it's just a it's just a day ending and why. Um, and I, I love these arguments cause you know, I, I would see this and of course, you know, over at the place, uh, uh, nobody should ever go, you know, the, you will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Yeah. Comment sections on, on websites. Um, uh, but I've seen this multiple times, not so much lately, uh, but uh, early on in the justification for Trump's sex scandals is that People would say, Trump supporters, so I shouldn't say people, Trump cultists, they would say, oh, well, you, you, the libtards said, you know, what, you know, it was nobody's business back when it was Clinton, so here we are, so it's none of your business now with Trump. Oh, that's real fucking cute, because that was people like you who were freaking out back then. And saying yes. he shouldn't be qualified to be president because he was a he was an indecent, immoral man. Uh, and now you you know so so you decided oh well since you liberals said it's okay I guess it's okay now so here's our dirty dealer you know uh, you know it, 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 I mean that to me Does that anybody kind really of, believe that kind of justification <sighs> is so toxic and weird you know. It is, but does anybody believe for one minute that Donald Trump said, oh, the liberals thought it was okay that Bill Clinton had an affair because it's not a matter of national security, so I can just go screw any woman I want and then pay them off? You can leave his mushroom spores wherever wherever they take the gold cards. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I just, I don't get that argument. No, I, I mean, it, it's just they've gotten themselves so, you know, again, just so twisted up in their their illogic that they're because just here's like, the well, thing, see Ken, if, they, if they really believe that argument, then they literally should take the next step to believing that maybe people should stay out of other people's lives. And yeah. you know, become, but they're the first ones. I don't know. Liberals. They're the yeah, they're the first ones to say anybody who's not a straight white, um, you know, male or, or you know, or straight straight yes. white female. You know, it, 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 you know, if, if you you know, oh, don't you dare have sex with somebody of a different color or somebody of the same gender. Um, you know, uh, you know, and uh, we won't sell you cakes. Um, you know, so, so it's like, you know, they really don't fucking care at all about, you know, people's, about respecting people's private lives at all. That's just a fucking lie. Um, but you know, you could be, you know, a, a, a gay man or gay woman married to the same person, completely loyal to them for 20 years and 
you know, live in a, a productive and happy, loving household. Uh, but you're a deviant, whereas Trump cheated on his wife when she was pregnant, and eh, you know why? Why and, not? And He's rich. It, she it was hot. It should be brought up that regarding Stormy Daniels and the other latest affairs, he broke election laws. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. you know, if you're going to sit back and say, "Oh, I believe in the law," and yada yada, I, Bill Clinton didn't break any laws. Nope, none. It's uh, Donald well, Trump did so. Unless you I want just, to count perjury. Who? Bill Clinton? Yeah. I don't even know if I want to go into that. Well, no, <laughs> well, we don't. I, mean, we, yeah, I don't we know if I want to go into, into that. I mean, I'm talking. I, come on. Yeah, we don't have to I go into that right now. Um. <clears throat> We got to get going to the Bill break. Clinton pretty didn't soon break here. election laws. No, I didn't. Not election laws. But he did commit perjury. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. I was quiet. I'm looking. I forgot to da- download the Green News report, so I'm going to get it right now. <laughs> okay. Hopefully, and my apologies to anybody. Hopefully, my computer doesn't go. Uh, wonky while I try and download this uh, real quick because uh, I know that I, I hate running a browser on this computer because um, it uh, it will screw up all the broadcasting stuff and everything but I think I got it I think I got it and we're just going to go ahead and close down this damn space hog of a browser and get ready to go to the green news report but yeah uh, and we'll have a little bit more because uh, we haven't gotten to the Eric Trump stuff yet I want to get to that. And we have a couple of stories. Um, maybe you, uh, maybe Joe, you can take the Bannon one and Rain, you can take the Michelle Malkin one while I do Mad Libs in the next hour. Um, I'll okay. set it up. So, because uh, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff there. Uh, I hope but, nobody just had dinner when I do the Bannon one. Oh, my God. Well, you know, that's a, it's a, I think that's a given mm. with any story about Steve Bannon. But this one. <laughs> yeah, but this one is pretty, Ooh, particularly up-chucking. This one is a doozy. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So uh, here we go. Let's go ahead and, uh, and hit this break. Green News Report coming up. Name-calling uh, birthdays and hopefully a listener call or two right after this. We are living in the most spectacular, difficult, and dangerous period in history. In search of knowledge, we have probed the depths of nature never before explored. We have challenged the sky and sent great engines thrusting far into space. Amazing feats. Our sacrifices have been many. Our discoveries constant. And our questions unending. The courage to see through these troubled times to a bright future comes from Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. It's Tuesday, December? December. December 4th, 2018. I'm happy to say we reached consensus. Just not on climate change with the U.S. at the G20. Time is running out. Leaders of the world... You must lead. A warning for a world at a crossroads as talks begin at the annual UN Climate Summit. Plus, successful economic development and environmental protection go hand in hand. The somewhat 
surprising environmental legacy of the late President George H.W. Bush. All of those somewhat surprises and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And if we want our kids to know that the joy that we've known, we've got to make sure that the earth with its incredible regenerative capability, uh, can restore what we've taken. Nice thought. Maybe you should have mentioned that to your kid before he became president. Mr. Bush, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, a lot of crossroads, a lot of summits, a lot of politics in today's Green News Report. Yes. First, the surprising environmental legacy of George H.W. Bush, the 41st president of the United States, who died last Friday. His policies were mixed, but he was instrumental in some landmark environmental policies. He signed the world's first international climate treaty, the Montreal Protocol, that is now succeeding in repairing the planet's protective ozone layer. He signed a major expansion of the Clean Air Act that addressed acid rain and smog-forming pollutants, and it provided the legal and regulatory basis for the Obama administration's climate change policies. And remember that dire national climate assessment report that the Trump administration tried to bury on Black Friday? I do. Yep. Bush signed that law that requires that report on climate impacts every four years. Bush 41's environmental legacy is a stark contrast, of course, to today's science denying Republican Party and the Trump administration. It certainly is. And there's uh, a lot of things I could say, but won't for the moment about uh, George H.W. Bush and his presidency. But when it comes to his environmental legacy, it wasn't fantastic. But in comparison to what the Republican Party has become, including his own son, George W. Bush, and of course, Donald Trump, Well, I miss the good old days, I guess. Meanwhile, at the G20 meeting in Buenos Aires over the weekend, 19 of the 20 world leaders gathered at the summit signed a joint communique pledging to join together to fight climate change, which Trump refused to sign until the U.S. delegation carved out a special paragraph just for the U.S., reiterating Trump's intention to withdraw from the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement and with thinly veiled support for fossil fuels. And according to a comprehensive new report measuring progress toward the goals of the Paris Climate Agreement. Among the G20 nations, 15 reported that their emissions have actually increased over last year, and only India is on course to meet its stated targets to cut emissions. A, that's not good news. B, didn't Republicans spend a whole bunch of years telling us that China and India would never sign on to reduce uh, fossil fuel emissions? You mean they spent many years lying about China and India. Point taken. Now, global leaders are in Poland for the 24th Conference of the Parties to the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change, or COP24 for short. Which is being held in coal country and sponsored by the coal industry. Indeed. Host nation Poland got its coal industry to sponsor the conference and is literally decking the halls of the exhibition center with piles of coal. Uh, Really? Yes, really. Oh, my God. The goal of this year's conference is to write the rule book on mechanisms for countries to meet the emissions reduction targets that nearly 200 countries agreed to in the Paris Climate Agreement back in 2015. It's also supposed to figure out how they will report, how they will verify their progress, and also to increase 
increase financial support for hard-hit developing countries. In his speech opening COP24, British documentary filmmaker and environmental activist Sir David Attenborough spoke of the urgency of a world at a crossroads. If we don't take action, the collapse of our civilizations and the extinction of much of the natural world is on the horizon. And as the Paris Agreement proved, together we can make real change happen. We should note that Trump's intention to withdraw the U.S. from the Paris Climate Accord can't actually occur until the day after the 2020 U.S. presidential election. However, he has succeeded in undermining the agreement and encouraging other countries like Australia, Brazil, and Poland to backslide. But there is some good news from COP24. The World Bank announced on Monday it will invest a record $100 billion to fund adaptation and mitigation projects in developing countries. Didn't the World Bank just a few weeks ago say they would no longer fund any coal projects anywhere in the world? That they did. So, see, there's some progress. Indeed. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your... Green News Report. Hi, this is Tim. And this is Joe. And we want to wish all of you the happiest of holidays from the Tim Cormall Show. And from IndieMediaWeekly.com. And an important safety tip. Drink responsibly and under no circumstances allow Ted Cruz to drive you home. Because we wouldn't want any of you to be found in the clown bar this holiday season. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky. Damn, we're in a tight spot. 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 Yeah, we're in a tight spot. I'm in a tight spot here because I'm still trying to get used to this cabinet being next to me. I just had a conversation with Susan during the break saying, okay, we're going to take this bookcase out. We're going to put it in the attic and I'm going to take all my graphic novels. So, <laughs> so yeah, so I'm going to move some other furniture out of here to accommodate for this, this big honking sucker. Um, uh, anyway, welcome back to the program. Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Are you there, Rain? Uh oh. Hopefully, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City's there. He's still here. Okay. Can't have can't have rain lost in the. No. No. In in the Netherlands. Oh yeah, and uh, Rain is here. Oh, there she is. She's here. here. So she's there. Chat. So um, just don't hear you, Rain. Um, but uh, and, and happy Hanukkah to everybody. Uh, yes. Sandy and Derwood just put that in the chat. Happy hi. Hanukkah. So, hi. Welcome Happy back. Chanuka. And yeah. goddamn you, Skype. <laughs> oh, yeah. Skype. <laughs> Skype is what? not a Hanukkah is that miracle. Is inappropriate? Chanuka. Chanuka. 
yeah, that's like a chutzpa, um, like Bachman. Uh, oh yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. The there it is. Festival of Ligets. Uh, yeah. So here you go. Um, mm, what? Well, yeah. Chutzpa. There you go. Uh, all right. So I'm glad she's gone. Anyway, um, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, in Electric City. Are you ready to do some name calling, sir? Okay, I could do that. All right. Go up to Scranton with me. Big place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top-secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. We could jam and Joe's garage. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Yep. Biscuit. Thanks, Jody. Joni. Okay. Okay, uh, we got a big one tonight. 21 people. All right, let's start nice. with Adam Hebert. Whose birthday and is uh, hovering around this area. Yes, and he's not feeling well, according to yeah, he's, what he's he said. Under the weather. But, uh, well, he's got to eat cake. That'll get it over with. Sure. Uh, we have Bobber, Heather. Jay Collie, Jules, Cat, Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. Living on Long Island. Michelle in South Florida. And I'm sure Miles, Miles is not yeah. far behind. He's lurking. Uh, we have Moon Mare, President, Sandy and Derwood, Scooter Cans, Theo. My boss, Tim Coromal. And last but never least, Trojan Rabbit. Sorry I wasn't quicker on the draw, but. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, so. And uh, the hopefully, and don't worry, Trojan Rabbit, your prize, your, your Monty Python puzzle is still sitting on my desk. I'm sorry I didn't get to mail it out yet. But it'll be out for you in time for, for Christmas. But not Hanukkah because it's already here. Uh, so yeah, thanks everybody. And I know, um, yeah, Adam's birthday is tomorrow. He shares it with uh, one Walt Disney. Never heard of him. Uh, <laughs> isn't that? Didn't he do? Uh, he do some movie about a about an animal or something? Uh, <laughs> an animal. An animal. <laughs> oh, I thought you said anal. He, did he do anal? Didn't he do anal movies? Could anal? be. We have some um, breaking news finally. Yeah, I see that. Um, special counsel Robert Mueller calls for a light sentence for former Trump's national security advisor Michael Flynn. Uh, special counsel uh, filed a sens- sentencing memo in his criminal case against retired General Flynn. Uh, the memo relates to lies Flynn told the FBI about the conversation with Russia's then ambassador to the United States, Sergei Kislyak, 
during the, the um, yes, during the presidential transition. Cheeseburger. Uh, that those are like the hits, <clears throat> but yeah, it it sounds like he's like yeah, let's just give him a break because I got some more things coming. Well, Special Counsel Robert Mueller on Tuesday night called for a light sentence, one that may not um, include any time in jail at all for Flynn, the former National Security Advisor to President Donald Trump. Mueller's sentencing memo related to Flynn's lies to federal agents about his conversation with the top Russian diplomat, Kislyak, Kislyas. Um <laughs> It will be considered by Judge Emmett Sullivan before he sentences Flynn on December 18th in U.S. District Court in Washington, D.C. Hmm. So where I it, I don't know what you're reading, I, Joe. Uh, my my source right now is CNBC. CNBC. Uh, I'm looking at MSNBC. Uh, I see that he said Flynn's early cooperation was particularly valuable. Yes. But a lot of it was redacted. Much yeah. of it because the investigation is ongoing. As right. opposed to what everybody was saying. And they expect that even after sentencing, um, they expect uh, Flint to continue to cooperate. Yeah, that's that's kind of the feeling I got from this article. They're also saying Flint provided firsthand information about interactions between the transition team and the Russian government. Well, well, we'll see, see what this means Looks down like the road. Collusion is back on the table. No, collusion was never proven. Now it's a fact that collusion hasn't been proven. <laughs> um, no, but conspiracy might be. Yeah, that, no, <laughs> no, the, 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 that fucking tweet, uh, Trump retweet, retweeted one of his Nazi followers the other day and had like a picture of like everybody behind bars that, yeah, you know. What the hell? In- yes, including And it Rogers says now... And they're like, now, yeah, Rosenstein, yeah, now that collusion has been proven, it, it never happened without a shadow of a doubt. It's like, <laughs> who, who fucking told you that, dumbass? Nobody, I'm guessing. Um, it's just, you know, n- you know, all, all you have is Fat Donnie going, no collusion, no collusion, no collusion. There's fucking collusion. I'm pretty sure that uh, Flynn gave up all the goods. Yeah, and it's it, you know collusion's not the crime. It leads to conspiracy, which is the crime. So yeah. uh, conspiracy to defraud the yeah, American he, uh, government, among other things. Um, yeah, he uh, he gave some uh, damaging damaging information to yeah. get no incarceration time. Yes, I mean well, that that means he lowered the boom. Um, let, let, before before I forget, because the birthdays are flying by on the chat. Uh, apparently, Psy Guy's birthday uh, is today. Jay Collie's Jay Jay Collie's I wish I guy happy birthday. Jay Collie's uh dad's birthday was Saturday. Um hey, happy San, birthday, Sandy's birthday. Sandy's birthday is this Thursday. And no, her husband. Oh, I'm sorry, that's what I meant to say. Sandy's husband's birthday is this Thursday and Adams is tomorrow. So, without further ado, happy birthday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. 
Light sentencing for all. Every now and then I miss John Boehner. Yeah. I don't. They're pretty new <laughs> I do. He's, I mean, he's selling pot is. now. He's selling pot. Yeah. Good for Cause him. Because he, he's not I a hypocrite. Because he's not a hypocrite. Um, and because uh, he was not a fan of the weed back in the day. But I guess maybe somebody somebody slipped him a dime bag in his retirement, and he was like, "There's oh. money in weed now, buddy." Yeah, and he probably they probably mixed up his Marlboro Reds with a, a pack of Jays. And, he and was I like, think he he likes. I know he likes uh, he likes brownies. I know he does. Oh yeah, and and gummy bears. Yes. Oh okay. Mm. So uh, Bush. Bush like brownies Edibles. too. Edibles. Edibles. They are delicious. Heck of a job, Brownie. Um, yeah. They also take too long to, to act. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if anybody wants to call into the program, 330 536 1466 is the number to call. Um, and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Give us a call. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, still, I'm still just like Mr. Paranoid. You know, looking at I'm I'm staring at the corner of this thing right now like it's my enemy. <laughs> Don't want to hit my elbow again, but I got this padding on it, so it should be fine. Yeah, they sell they sell those corner things, you know, those rubber rubber you know, baby buggy bumpers. Yeah, the bu- the bubby buggy buggy bumpers. Rubber, rubber baby yeah, buggy bumpers. Don't crack their heads. They yes. put those all. They put those all around the White House. The Oval Office is like <laughs> yeah. Every it doesn't work though. Every sharp corner. Um, you know, they put yeah. every shart corner. Shut, yeah, every shart corner. Yeah. Um, they got they have shark catchers. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty psyched about the Flynn thing. Yeah, well, it's because like it's one of one of a troika of memos that are coming out this week. Friday yeah. should be a bombshell. Yeah, well, yes, Friday's coming, but this is what I wanted today. today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I mean, super it's, psyched uh, about well, you this. have to be psyched to think that if he is recommending, if Mueller is recommending that Flynn serve no time whatsoever, he gave up the goods. He gave it all up. Yep. Thanks, he gave Obama. Up <laughs> <laughs> he gave it all up. Yep. Uh, yeah. So yep. he is not. And a- Flynn, if correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Flynn like the first person to be caught? Snagged and flipped. Well, you, yeah. This is a uh, this is a cryptic sentence. Flynn Flynn provided firsthand info about interactions between the transition team and the Russian government. Mm-hmm. Now that's a loaded sentence. Yeah, but like I like I was just asking, Flynn was the first to be caught. Yes. And the first to flip. Mm-hmm. That was almost two years ago. Do you guys remember the big? Go ahead. The big tell here is that he's getting no jail time. Yeah. I should tell you a lot. Do you guys re- remember mm. Michael Flynn Jr. in his Twitter tantrums where he would be like, all of you will pay for what you've done to my poor, innocent pappy. Yeah. Sorry, sorry mm-hmm. I'm rustling this plastic. I'm almost done. I'll stop. Yeah. How's that um, working out for you, Mr. Flynn Jr.? Yeah, I mean that dumb son of a sucker. Um he uh <laughs> he's not 
You know, I mean, there, uh, yeah, what, yeah. How's that working out? <laughs> Trying to I mean, put a different spin I, I on that. You, but. I, just earlier was it this week? Last week? Five months ago? Who the hell knows? With uh, Michael Cohen, we got the Michael Cohen documents, and they mm-hmm. they talked about individual one, which everybody assumed was Trump. I assume it was Trump, but the fact so, that so- they said individual one means that there's number two says who two you know they didn't just say individual yeah individual one indicates that there's more than one individual oh yeah there's probably a whole shark load of them mm-hmm. <laughs> a metric trump shark load so we have individual one individual two Possibly three. Individual three plus 17. Or that, yes. <laughs> Back to There's more than just individual one. Yeah. And, oh, my God. Tonight is delicious. Yeah. yeah. And, and the heavily redacted part is very intriguing. Yeah. I mean, that sort of shoots down everybody who's been saying, all the pundits have been saying, well, it looks like he's wrapping it up. You know, I don't think so. No, no, there's no oh, reason. Doesn't doesn't look like it. There's no because reason. Because it looks like if if he was wrapping it all up, he would have laid it all out. Yeah, there's no reason to jump to that conclusion at all. Um, no. So yeah, this you're right. Is, this. Mm-mm-mm. So, do you think that Trump is going to start tweeting tonight, or yes. is it going to take a big <laughs> long turn? Oh yes, he won't be sleeping tonight. Well, he is a big long turd, but why predict? I predict he's going to tweet. Oh, yeah, tweet light sent light sentence for Flynn uh, just proves that there was no collusion, no wrongdoing. Blah blah blah. That that's, he's going to try and spin it to his base as a win for mm-hmm. um, you know mm-hmm. for for Team Trump. I would almost guarantee it. Has well, that's going to be Trump hard. That's going to ever... be hard to do, huh? That's going to be hard to do because. If he he's, says that he's playing it minute by is, minute, Joe, that's the thing. Sure. Has Trump ever tweeted anything about Flynn against or for? Four. 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 He he, yeah. he said oh, he's yeah. he's been treated poorly. He's a very nice guy, and uh, I, I've never seen anybody treated as bad as him, except mm. Paul Manafort, which he also has never seen anybody treated as bad as him. <laughs> um, and and Cohen, right? Um, no, he doesn't care about. Yeah, Cohen he anymore. did. He He's tweeted about. One. He tweeted about Cohen too. Cohen. Not anymore. Oh my. Now he's just like fuck you, Cohen. God. But You're if he says that uh, this this light sentence proves that there was no collusion, but it also proves that then Mueller is fair. Yes, because uh, he found no collusion. And well, so then he's recommending no sentence. Then yeah, but when you play fast and loose with the fla- with the facts, it's a really good point, Joe. Yeah, that is it. It's, it's a very it's, good point. But again, it's just a tight. It's a tight rope to walk. It <laughs> is. It is. But you know what? Um, the the fucking <laughs> Trump cult. They're they're the the daring young man on the flying trapeze. You know, they're, they do it without a net. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny that you brought up a tight rope to walk, because I actually read earlier today that um, uh, the, the Bush family 
is over at the Eisenhower building in D.C. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Blair House, yeah. Yes, in the Blair House, yes. And that that building, I can tell you from personal experience, is connected to the White House under underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, Donald Trump took he took he took the beast over there. He couldn't walk there. He got into the. That's a long walk. That's a it's, long. You need a golf it's cart. Not a long walk. God yeah, damn you need it. a golf. It's not you a long to, walk. It's a long walk from his bed he, to his toilet. He literally right? left the White House, got into his his you know the beast, mm-hmm. and drove maybe a hundred yards over to the Blair House. Got out of the car. God damn it! I'm not kidding. And he had Scott tissue stuck to his shoe again. Oh, my God. <laughs> he couldn't walk over there. Him and Melania couldn't walk over there. It's a tunnel. I don't like tunnels. Jesus Christ. They give me the creeps. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Sorry, Ken. I just No. I was just going through the comments or reading comments. Adam said, stop calling lazy, it collusion. Lazy, lazy man. Adam's mad at me for calling it collusion. I'm not calling it collusion. There is collusion, which leads to conspiracy. It's Trump that's exactly. saying that's saying you know. I mean, I know collusion is not the crime, but there is a fact that there was collusion, which leads to the crime. So that's all yes. I'm saying. So looks like nobody's calling in tonight. So it's too late. I'm shutting off the phone line. Um, but uh, I'll tell you what. I, I want to get going to uh, since we we got all that breaking news in and stuff. I want to get to this next break early because we've got three stories we have to cover. Plus, I need to fill out Mad Libs. Um, so everybody, uh, hold tight. We'll be right back. We got some. Uh, uh, we, we're gonna have to save that Bannon one for last. So Rain, get brushed up on that Malkin one for everybody. Okay. I'm, and oh god, damn it. it's it's okay, in the, yes. it's on our Facebook. Uh, I put it there in the I Facebook know. for you. So. Um, but I'll do the, I'll, you'll still have time cause I'm going to do the Eric Trump one first. Um, so anyway, everybody hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more. Uh, one more full hour of turn up tonight, the Tuesday edition right after this. Let's take a look at a genuine America. I want you to meet Kitty Peck. He's proud of his country, but prone to take his liberties for granted. He's aware that someone must assume responsibility for the liberty, for our free way of life. Yet, when there's a job to be done, Kitty Peck, like so many Americans, is apt to ask, why me? Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now... On with the show. I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. 
What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah. Who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back. Turn up the night with little Jeff. Kenny can't make it back. He smacked his elbow on his, on his new cabinet here, and he's, he's in the other room crying. That dumb hippie. Hey, Jeff. Jeff, what are you doing? Get away from the microphone. Take over the show for a little while, you dirty hippie. Nope, nope. Get out of here. Got to get the cats in here. So, uh, all right. Sorry about that, everybody. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Radio for humans, not for elves. I heard that. And, uh, <laughs> of course, welcome back to Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. Hi. I... I was afraid that Jeff punched you in the elbow. Uh, no, he can't reach that high unless I'm laying on the floor. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> on my stomach. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, Joe Zandorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. That's one angry little elf. Yeah, I got every right in the world to be angry, you so-and-so. Yeah, he did lose his best friend recently. So That's true. That sucks, and uh, yeah. So anyway, let's let's jump right into this. Eric Trump um, once again proving that he is the dumbest Trump. Um, you know, <laughs> it, it, you know. I really don't think you can quantify the dumbest Trump. I really think that's impossible. I think it's you have to say you have to go with who's the most quiet Trump would be the the, the that's the smartest Trump is the one that's the most quiet. So. Tiffany Trump. Oh, that would be Tiffany. Yes, right? Tiffany Trump is winning. That Baron, Baron, and Tiffany. I would say. Um, so those are those are the smartest Trumps. Uh, when Baron becomes of age, we'll see. We'll see what route he's going to go. Uh, if he's going to be like his big brother Eric, or Don Junior, face full of teeth, <laughs> weirdo looking motherfucker, mouth breathing knuckle dragon. Um, uh, for flushing low life, <laughs> Zach, a monkey shit. Wow. He is. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna try and memorize that. I'm gonna. Uh, that's my Christmas uh, promise to everyone. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a Christmas miracle, and I'm gonna memorize the Chevy Chase insult thing. And I'm not gonna read it, and I'll do it like it, it, you just. <laughs> somebody can say, "Do it, Ken," and I'll close my eyes and I'll do it. Um. But uh, hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we love that line. Uh, yeah. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? Well, you're going to need the Tylenol after you hear what... If, if anybody hasn't heard the Eric Trump tweet from the other day about George Conway, Kellyanne's husband, um, I think mm. uh, I got some really good audio uh, two, the two Annas, Anna Cabrera and Anna Navarro, uh, Anna, Anna Cabrera is filling in for somebody on CNN. I forget who, uh, I think Brooke Baldwin, maybe, 
Um, and uh, she had, uh, Anna Cabrera had Anna Navarro on to talk about um, Eric Trump's moronic tweet about George Conway disrespecting his wife by pointing out that Trump's a criminal. Huh? Um, <laughs> so it's a long clip, but uh, I might pause it halfway through. Here we go. He lashed out at Kellyanne Conway's husband on Twitter after George Conway implied in a tweet that a tweet from Trump could be considered witness tampering. So Eric Trump fired back, saying, of all the ugliness in politics, the utter disrespect George Conway shows toward his wife, her career, place of work, and everything she has fought so hard to achieve might top them all. Kellyanne is a great person, and frankly, his actions are horrible. Joining me now to discuss CNN political commentator Anna Navarro. Anna, what do you think of that Trump from that tweet from Eric Trump? Well, two things come to mind. First of all, you know, there's some issues that maybe Eric Trump wants to sit out. If your father is Donald <laughs> Trump, who cheated on every one of his three wives, including your mom, Ooh. who cheated on his current wife mm -hmm. with a Playboy bunny and cheated on the Playboy bunny with a stripper, maybe, just maybe, talking about uh, husbands being disrespectful to wives is not the alley, is not the one that you should be taking on. Okay, I just need to play this for Anna Navarro. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Continuing. And then, you know, on a more substantive note, um, look, we are in a modern era. We are in an era where couples sometimes don't have, spouses don't have the same opinions. I think it is a very personal issue of Kellyanne's and her husband's. I think they can deal with it privately. I think every couple knows how to deal with these issues or not deal with them within the walls of their own home. Uh, it's none of our business. But what I can tell you is it seems to me that George Conway has great respect for justice, for the truth, for the Constitution, for the rule of law, for the role of the presidency, for the integrity of judicial proceedings, for the independence of the judicial branch. And for that, I think a lot of Americans respect him. Would you be a little upset with your husband if he did what we've seen from George Conway? Well, sweetheart, I'm engaged to get married. Let me just tell you, uh, yes, I would be. Uh, I, I don't think, uh, you know, and look, in, in, in my household, I would hope that, uh, that each other's uh, place of work is uh, off limits. But again, I don't think um, any of us can judge different couples and different marriages to each his own and whatever they can make work. You know, I, I hope they can make it work. Okay, I, I want to disagree. Boom. I want to disagree real quick with, you know, uh, uh, if uh, Kellyanne Conway's place of work is in <laughs> the most important thing, area of, of our country that affects all of us. So, I'm sorry, your place of work it shouldn't be off limits, uh, even to your husband. Um. You know, I, I I I disagree with that. That's too huge of a thing to say. No, sorry, off limits. Can't talk about my work. You know, I guess I kind of understand what she's saying, but well, that that's actually the argument that Kellyanne Conway has been taking. That you know, my place of work is off limits. Yeah, she really has said that when asked about her husband's comments. 
Yeah, I, I uh, in in that that to me is that, that's that's. She's a public figure. Yeah, she's exactly. She's a public figure, and yeah, I mean, if, if whatever is going on, you know, if he's getting fish sticks for dinner every night, who knows? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, well, or you know, maybe she's getting fish sticks for dinner. I don't know who cooks. <laughs> Um, you know, cause I mean, I, I shouldn't stereotype because I'm, I'm, I do, you know, 75% of the cooking around here. Susan's been getting better though. Um, she, she, uh, uh, has been making some splendid dishes. She made that wonderful, uh, uh, uh um, cas- Mexican casserole the other day, which was incredible. But it, it's more than about cooking for dinner. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I, I know. I, feel, I, gotta, I feel like this, I know, I know what you're saying, Ken, but I feel like went this, off on a tangent. this whole thing between Kellyanne and, and George Mm-hmm. I don't think it's about Kellyanne and George. It's about a guy who's like, "Hey, I have an opinion." Mm-hmm. I and he does have opinions, and they're strong. And it's a weird thing because, you know, anybody who has listened to this show knows that I kind of consider myself a big ass feminist, and I have my opinions, even in, even when my husband doesn't agree with them. Yeah. And so, you know, to flip it around, George has opinions. The, the uncomfortable part is that his wife is a public figure. Yeah. And so what what Eric Trump did was really, really dumb. Yeah, and it wasn't, it's like, how dare you respect, disrespect your wife? It wasn't even about his wife, you know? No. It, you know, this was about somebody who allegedly is supposed to represent all of us and is proving more and more that he only represents his base. He's never represented me. He's not my president. I'm sorry. Yeah. He might have the title of president of the United States, but I have the will and volition to say he absolutely does not represent me in any of his actions. Um, you know, it, it, it might be, on paper that he does, but in in, in my heart and my mind, not at all, not at all. He never will. So I'm kind of pissed off at the fact that I felt like when I saw that tweet, I really felt like I was defending not Kellyanne Conway per se, but I was defending the fact that no dude should show up and try to be like, "Hi, I'm a guy." I'm not married to your wife, but now I'm going to defend her because mm-hmm. you're an asshole. And I feel like, you know what? Nothing ever good comes comes from you trying to defend another man's wife. Mm-hmm. Just, I, I hope that makes sense. It does. Joe, let's get your take on this. Go ahead. I'm just wondering what Eric would have tweeted if the thing was reversed and... Um, Kellyanne Conway's husband she criticized him for something he did yeah, he wouldn't have said anything I wonder if Eric would think well gee she violated their marriage vows or whatever he said because she criticized him yeah yeah and, and no, you know, I wonder he- if, the re- if the reverse was was there would he be that concerned about their marriage? Whose marriage? George Conway's? Yeah. 
Yeah, that I, I think we're getting way too in the weeds. Well, no, I, wanna, I mean, I mean, I mean, if the shoe was on the other foot, and, and it was Kellyanne Conway criticizing George publicly, that'd be fine with them. About him, it would be fine, be fine because it Eric. wouldn't be related Eric, you know, boy, to. Boy, she it. stood up to him. It She's wouldn't standing be, up. Yeah, it's so transparent and in in fake. You know, he what really I'm didn't getting at care. Is this is about his 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 fucking uh, mushroom penis. Father, not their marriage. The, the, the bottom line is that Eric Trump Don't should have shut his. <laughs> he should have shut his. He shouldn't have said anything. No, you know, right. any decent person in the middle of any kind of family argument, and Eric Trump is a, you know, he's in that whole Trump circle, and Kellyanne and George, they're going through whatever they're going through. At a certain point, you don't say anything. Shut up. And that, you know... He really should have... The fact that he said anything was disgusting to me. I don't say anything. I don't say anything on Twitter about those two. George and Kellyanne, goddammit, you guys figure out your stuff. The fact that Eric Trump thought, I can say something to me, I'm going to say it, is the entire... To me, it's just it's it's patriarchal privilege. That's exactly what I yeah. Okay, go ahead. That's exactly what I wanted to say. It's like thanks for mansplaining to Kellyanne Kellyanne Conway how you think she should feel. Thank you. you. I mean that that to me was it's like what oh oh poor little lady's not strong enough to defend herself. How dare you presume? To interject yourself into their personal lives. Thank you. And, and many that a female really is what it was. Many a female panelist this morning on the morning shows uh, pointed that out. They said we think Kellyanne is perfectly capable of taking care of herself. Doesn't need you, Eric, to do it for her. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think I posted a tweet about that last night or whenever the hell that was. It was like. Really, he's mansplaining to a man about how to treat his wife? That's just bullshit. Especially considering this is the guy who, I don't know, he stole money from a cancer foundation. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, it, you know, his, his brother had an affair, his father had numerous affairs. Sure. Just. But- he needs and let's, to shut up. Yeah, and let's not forget. Yeah, I mean, this is the lowest in politics. This is as low as it goes in politics. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I forget who who it was. I think maybe Joe Scarborough or, or, or Willie Geis or one of those people were like, oh, yeah, well, you should follow your dad on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, do yourself a favor, you know? Uh, you know, it, that's as low as it goes in politics, as low as it goes. Really? How about, uh, I don't know, maybe, uh, saying John McCain, what, you know, wasn't a war hero because he got captured. How about, you know, mm. insulting a gold star family and suggesting that the wife didn't speak, not because she was, you know, uh, heartbroken over the death of her son, but you know, well, you know, those Muslims, they don't let the ladies talk like I do. Yes. Yeah. That they don't mansplain for their ladies like I do, like we do, the Trumps, you know. And thank you for bringing all that up. And that's just a whole bunch of other things where I felt like, shut up, Eric. Shut up. 
Yeah. You're I mean, a there, terrible, there's so much. Terrible person. Yeah. Oh, it, it, I don't yeah. Know. We got to play the terrible, terrible drop for him. Uh, uh, yeah. Here, here we go. Eric, Eric Trump, this is for you. This is a terrible, terrible thing you've done. Well, it's terrible. No. Just terrible. It is. It is. I mean, everything about it. You have no standards for your father. You have no standards for your family and gen- for you or your brother or Ivanka or Jared, anything like that. You know, Jared Kushner went out there and sp- talked to Van Jones a while ago. We'll decide what we want to believe when we see the facts about, you know, you. Uh, the, the Saudi clown prince uh, butchering Khashoggi. Um, you know, you have... Uh, you know, all the instances, you know, oh, she was bleeding from wherever. Or like Joe Scarborough pointed out, you know, oh, you killed your intern and Mika was bleeding badly from uh, plastic surgery or whatever else. Or, you know, wanting to, oh, I don't know, reverse progress for transgendered individuals, you know, uh, and, you know, uh, or <laughs> taking support from evangelicals who want to discriminate against people just based on who they love. You know, I, I mean, that's yeah. as low as it goes in politics. Is a fa- is a family disagreement on you Just, know the the most important job in the country, which is you know isn't even a fucking job anymore. Now it's just a goddamn babysitting job with fucking yes. rubber bumpers and shark pads all over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really does come down to this. Eric Trump decided to mansplain. And Eric Trump is a lot younger than George Conway, by the way. He tried to tell him this is this is how you're supposed to treat the ladies with while ignoring everything his family and all the men in his family have done, including himself. That little pipsqueak can't even grow a fucking mustache. Um so <laughs> No, he really can't. No, I saw you see that, that I bet you yeah. he has no Oh, no, 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 you're saying he's smooth down there, rain. (laughs) Oh, I love that. You knew I was going to say that before I said it, Ken. (laughs) No, I know we've been doing this show long enough. Uh, (laughs) I know the score. I know the score. So anyway, yeah, so I, 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 I'm sorry to condense that down, but that, He's you know, there there, there, there was, oh God almighty. (laughs) Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, um, and uh, so, yeah, so uh, let's get to the two stories, the the other the, the tech stories uh, before we go to the break, because we got some good Mad Libs coming up for everybody. Um, but, uh, yeah, so um, uh, Rain, uh, there was a recent merger between a couple media titans. <laughs> yes. Yes, um, this was yesterday, um, and I got it from Andrew Kaczynski, who is from the K-File of CNN, who tweeted out, congrats to Glenn Beck on his new colleague, Gavin McGinnis. Nazi. Now, Gavin McGinnis, by the way, is the head of the Proud Boys. And He claims he recently resigned from the Proud Boys. Yeah, he claims. Probably because of this merger. <laughs> Could be. Ser- I'm serious. So it turns out, you know, because this has probably been in the works for you know a couple months, and there were probably that was probably something that you know, uh, you know, people who were working right. on either one of these networks was like, you got to disassociate yourself. Damn it, you're probably right. So the Blaze and CRTV merged. 
forming an online conservative media mammoth that will directly compete against Fox Fox Nation. The Fox Nation (laughs) is streaming. It's a a stream, all right. It's a hot stream. Fox Nation is the new streaming service. It's (laughs) a hot Fox News. Hot stream of diarrhea. It's a hot hot shark. So, (laughs) Glenn Beck is merging with Gavin McGinnis because there's nothing wrong with Nazis, right? Yeah, nothing at all wrong with those. No, there's everything wrong with them. And so. This is something that Ken shared in in our chat. Oh wait, and don't forget Mark Levin. Mark Levin will also be on with Glenn Beck. Isn't Mark Levin the head of CRTV? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mark Levin, CRTV, Nazi Gavin. Um. It turns out that Michelle Malkin said she's not going to join join them. Noted anchor baby. Yeah. Yes. Noted anchor baby. Noted woman who hates immigrants. Um, she is leaving CRTV the same day that Glenn Beck announced the merger with the Blaze. Yeah. So now, what? Where? Where was Gavin McInnes? Is this a new addition to the merger, or was he on CRTV or the Blaze before this happened? He was on CRTV. So, and she was, was she part of the blaze? She was too. Oh, so she was too. So there's something, maybe she just hates Glenn Beck now. Maybe she's okay with the Nazis, but not okay with Glenn Beck. I don't know. See, you asked me to report this story and I'm not good at reporting stories. No, it's okay. I just, I, I, this, (laughs) this is a conundrum and that's, it's, it's, so it's it's less reporting. It's like what could it be? You know. Well, here here in the mediaite story that I'm reading mm-hmm. said that many of the replies to Malkin's tweet saying that she's not going to be a part of it um, congratulated her for not throwing in with Glenn Beck, whom they consider a Trump hater. Yeah, yeah. Others bash Levin for selling out to him. Is so he a current Trump lover. So well, it it seems like they. They don't like Glenn Beck because he hates Trump. Well, he loves Trump people- now. He, I mean, he, he, he's trying to turn the corner. And the thing is, Glenn Beck and Mark Levin both were <laughs> never Trumpers. They were both never Trumpers. And then at some point along the, along the, the Trumpian road of misery, they decided, well, I can get on board with him because I saw this one story on CNN and I was like, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. I love Trump now, and I'm now wearing a MAGA hat. I can't even. Yeah. So some of them are happy because of Gavin, and mm-hmm. others are like, oh, no, I'm out because of Beck. And I just feel like, you know what? You all need to just jump in the barrel. The water is warm. And Enjoy let's just water. keep turning up the heat until it's boiling keep, and they all start floating you. like that's, cooked frogs. That's where I'm going. <laughs> that's exactly so where I'm going, Ken. We're going to have uh, Eric Bowling. Eric Bowling. <laughs> and as they say, is there such a thing as a conservative comedian? <laughs> no, oh, that yeah, that, that asshole Crowder. Louder with Crowder! Crowder. 
Yeah, I've seen there, his no stick. Oh no, no, there, there no really isn't. There really isn't. I mean, no, the funny when the when the funniest of the lot is Dennis Miller with his like nineteen sixties and seventies references. You know, babe. You know, how about that Sanford and Son, babe? You know, whatever. I don't even know. So I was about to say Edith Head, but I always make the Edith Head joke about Roger Stone. So I guess I'm the left wing uh, Dennis Miller. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh please, please! <laughs> I, I still find it amazing they that have Glenn concern. Beck was so desperate for attention that mm-hmm. he joined the CRTV thing, and now is literally chumming up with this Gavin McGinnis guy who is a Nazi. Yeah. And it looks like the Duck Dynasty guy is there too. Oh yeah, Phil the uh, yeah, filthy uncle McDirty. Um Yeah, the the I like the 12-year-olds. You got to so get them it, young it so they can pick you up. a Nazi news outlet. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, think that's important to point out. They should it call is it a Nazi a, news outlet. And no, Nazi news outlet. Uh <laughs> Um oh, yeah. Jesus. Did you seek your Heil today? Yeah. Okay. And, and what I find interesting is they went away from CRTV and are becoming the Blaze in, t- in its entirety. And it's like the Blaze, correct me if I'm wrong, has, well. has been, you know, I don't know. Uh, it, to me, it seems like CRTV, the, just saying CRTV, when you say the Blaze, you just want to laugh. When you say CRTV, mm. you're like, wait, what's CRTV again? Uh, you know, because I don't even know what it's a conservative Republican. TV Was it Christian radio television? I I don't know either. No, it's it's conservative something TV. I, Catho, I no cathode ray too. Yeah, cathode the blaze. ray. The blaze sound like you burn people. Yeah, yeah. It's like hey, yeah, burning crosses, cool. Um, you know, but when that I that, say burn people, I'm talking Nazis. Yeah. And and but the the thing with me is is it's like it, it it sounds like it seems to me that they should have gone more the CRTV route and less the Blaze route because Glenn Beck is so equated with that and there are people who probably in the Trump cult that won't forgive him for what he said about Trump even though now he's like I need to make money oh my God why isn't there a Democrat in the White House you know well Michelle Malkin won't yeah so. So well, she still has Twitchy, so she'll make her money off of that, whatever. Um, wow. So, uh, which I'm, I'm ashamed. Yeah, I know that this is going to be really interesting. Yeah, I think that I think that by taking the name the Blaze, it's like an albatross for all of them, and I hope they fucking, uh, you know, rhyme in the ancient mariner, motherfuckers. Uh, so, <laughs> so, wow, what, what a reference! Crispy TV instead, instead of CRTV, crispy TV. Yeah, there crispy, you go. Crispy Cri- TV in the blaze. Cri- CRTV stands for crispy rodent television. Uh, there so. it is in the blaze. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're gonna go to the break. We still have one more story uh, involving. Um, <laughs> <laughs> involving Steve Bannon and um uh let me see Rubbits. hang on Where is he? yeah Rubbits. I'm looking at, yeah yeah Where, where's my oh my robot drops are missing uh so yeah oh. Steve Bannon and robots uh coming up I'll I'll, I'll reload see, the this robot is when I miss Pete 
Uh, I know, I know. So, and we're, we're going to, I'm going to be talking to Pete soon. So, uh, we'll, we'll see if we can get him back on at least for, uh, an appearance, uh, here and there. Um, but, uh, let's go ahead and listen to a song from Bobber on the break. Uh, let's, we haven't heard she won't let go in a while. So, uh, you know, th- th- this is w- when I try to change the channel to a different show, the blaze, <laughs> the blaze tv a streaming service again a hot stream of diarrhea um but uh i'm sorry i just smeared bob's song with uh right wing diarrhea i my apologies um we'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this uh so yeah it says uh bannon robots and mad libs coming up turn up the night with kenny pick boy that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass isn't it what what kind of radio station is this kennypick.com Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are 
from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Rain and Bobber from, from ForFreedomsBlog.com. And we'd like to continue the war on Christmas by wishing everyone at India Media Weekly and turn up the night a happy holiday. Yeah, that's right. A happy freaking holiday. Merry Christmas. Not in this liberal utopia. Happy, happy holidays, holidays and, and don't, don't drink the green eggnog. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you to all the other fine cities where all our uh, turnips are. Welcome back, uh, everybody. And uh, Joe, rumor has it, uh, you might... What? Seriously? You might have a story about... Robots? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Robot. And, and robots and a monster. Robot. Yeah. Uh, robot. Robot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I was um, I was perusing Ross' story this this afternoon, and then you popped up with this <laughs> same story, <laughs> and I thought, oh, we're we're both into sex robots. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, well, no, I, I think it, it's more somebody else's into them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, you would be surprised to know, everyone would that. <laughs> Uh, former uh, 
the former uh, advisor to, <laughs> to Donald Trump, yes. um, uh, Steve Bannon. <laughs> he was he was uh, scheduled to headline a sex robot conference. Robot. <laughs> I, I <don't> and lost uh he lost some speaking gigs as a result yeah i uh, because of- wait, wait i think i uh, uh, well well hang on one second because i think i'm gonna do an impromptu jingle for this uh this one right. so here we'll we'll do a robert robert oh my god robert yeah. Robert. 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 <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, well, Joe. Uh, apparently, S- Steve will be uninvited from speaking to the at the University of Montana. Does that mean that he accepted the invitation? Apparently, but uh, he's oh. not going to do it because uh, uh, it was canceled. The speaking. He accepted the invitation. Uh, he expected the invitation to speak at the University of Montana, but uh, no, no. But they canceled it following the announcement that he'd be a keynote speaker at the joint conference on sex robots and <sighs> this month. Robot. An email sent to the people registered for the event, the Athenian Parasia Free Speech Forum, stated postponement Robot. due to unavailability of Mr. Steve Bannon. This event is postponed until further notice. But Robot. the real reason was. He was, um, he was to be a speaker at the Advancement of Computer Entertainment and the Congress on Love and Sex Dear with God. Robots. Robots? <laughs> robots. 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 Between December 10th through December 14th. Robert. All right. I, 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 can't, I can't impress you. What a fun, sexy enough. time for you. Robot. <laughs> yes. He accepted the invitation. He's yeah. like, yes, I want to speak at a robot conference. Robot? Well, he was going to speak at the University conference. of Montana, mm-hmm. and they don't want him to speak because they found out about this <laughs> sex and robot thing, which I, I guess would, would freak you out. Um. <laughs> so, all right, listen, I'm sorry if I'm conflating, conflating things, but... It was canceled because it was a sex robot thing, or was it canceled because of? Apparently, he lost. They he lost other speaking engagements speak- because he was booked at the sex robot thing. Robot thing, right? But that I mean, ended I mean, up I mean, being canceled anyway. Right. He didn't do the sex robot thing either. I guess. Yeah. There was a short. <laughs> short circuit. Uh, short circuit. But, I heard. Um, I hear Bannon might have a short circuit like Trump too. So, yeah. Yeah. so nobody booked Steve Bannon for um, Rudy Giuliani's anniversary party. No, this is like like you were gonna hire the clown to come to your kid's birthday party and found out <laughs> he does pole dancing Robert. at the local strip club. Yeah, there is even a. You're gonna, ro- un- you're gonna uninvite him. I would have loved. I would have loved to seen the video of that. This bombing was televised by robot cameramen of the Western Confederation as it took place. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I, you know, here the 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 Steve following Bannon day. Is not welcome anywhere in America. Well, the following. He the, is, he, he, not true. Not true. If you're a sex robot. <laughs> robot. 
he is he is very welcome. Sex robots, you know, apparently. I, I like hear, him. yeah, sex sex robots like him, and also he got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. Robot. Yeah, uh, there, there was supposed to, the band was supposed to participate at a, in a debate at this uh, University of Montana forum, and uh, there was an outcry when they found out that he's also with the sex robot. <laughs> Maybe I, I don't know. It's possible he wanted to bring his inflatable doll to the debate, and that was a bit too much. I don't know. Well, I have audio of the of that robot conference being shut down. Actually. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be something like Daisy, Daisy. Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, uh, do I have that? <laughs> There's a good chance I might have some HAL 9000. Um, but there was some. Oh, but, you know, actually, actually, after that uh, was shut down, uh, I think Bannon was probably told this. I can see you're really upset about this. I honestly think you ought to sit down calmly, take a stress pill, and think things over. <laughs> <laughs> well, in line with that, there were some some interesting tweets about this. <laughs> uh, Megan Carp- Carpentier says, I can't believe I just Googled Steve Bannon sex robots. <laughs> in Trump's America? I can. Hello. Brian um, Max says... One of the lesser-known rules of William Strunk's seminal work, The Elements of Style, is <laughs> the name Steve Bannon should never appear in the same paragraph as the phrase sex robot. <laughs> robot! And Rick Wilson, we all know Rick Wilson. He said apparently oh, yeah. there's an opening for a speaker at a robot sex conference in Montana since they iced out Steve Bannon, or as he's known by his gnome de bot, <laughs> real Dolph. Real doll fan sixty nine XXX. <laughs> Real doll fan sixty nine XXX. Wow! And wow! L- oh, and my and one of my favorite tweeters that I followed for a long time. LOL GP GOP. Yeah, it says, uh, yeah. It said yes. Steve Bannon speaking appearance canceled after sex robots pull out of event. That's pretty much how ex- <laughs> it's pretty much how I expected to finish twenty eighteen. Well, you know, uh, I think uh, what you know, I heard, I heard that actually, um, once the robots heard Steve Bannon was gonna um, was gonna speak there, they they said this: exterminate, annihilate, destroy. <laughs> so he, he he pulled out for his own safety. I'm sure. Well, as one. As- Paul Constant said, "Even sex robots won't touch Steve Bannon." Yeah, yeah. They, they, they got, and plus they got metal clamps too. So I uh, like this one. Yeah, Elizabeth I Williams can't. tweeted, "Steve Bannon is no longer the skunk at the party on the China question." Said Orville Shell of the Asia Society, who probably hasn't heard that Bannon is heading a sex robot <laughs> conference this month. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this tweet nothing will make sex robots self-aware and willing to kill us all more quickly than having one assigned to steve bannon oh my goodness yeah <laughs> oh lord oh. i can't think of anything more hideous than i mean i i don't want i don't want to kink shame uh you know if, if anybody wants if you want to fuck a robot fuck a robot um if you have the money to buy one go for yeah. it but yeah uh, do it but 
I mean, seriously, you pick Steve Bannon to be the face of sex robots. Oh, oh. and then they have him with his uh, his mask and his cape on in the picture here. Yeah, it's wow. disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Oh, this is this is bad. But anyway, so there we go. Um, as an electric pole. This, that that uh, whole thing bombed. It bombed, and it was, you know, and of course... Uh, the bombing was televised by robot cameramen of the Western Confederation as it took place. Yes. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right. Good For stuff. For those thank of you, you that don't believe in God, there's a reason. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I... Yeah, I appreciate you know our our you know uh, our robotic overlords uh, for for preventing this from taking place. Um, but all right, uh, that being said, thank you, Joe, for that. Uh, we got we got to do some Mad Libs, everybody. You ready? I'm ready. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> oh God, bless Mad Libs. <sighs> All right, here we go. We got some good ones tonight. Uh, our chat room is taking care of most of them. Uh, but uh, rain, uh, I need a color. Red. Okay. And uh, Joe, a part of the body plural. Knees. Okay. And uh, rain, I need a plural noun. Plural noun, huh? Mm hmm. Uh, nostrils. Okay. And got to flip the page here. Uh, Joe, I need a place. Um, Moscow. Mm, pick another place. Um, Minsk. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it, let's go. Let's go. Let, let's go a little more specific. Uh, let's go with a, a a country and don't make it Russia. <laughs> a country and don't make it Russia. Argentina. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Uh, it, uh, sorry. It, it's. Uh, I was reading it in context, and it just. Uh, it, it's better this way. You'll understand. Um, rain. I need uh, another place. This can be anything, though. Brazil. Okay, and a number, Joe? 92. Okay, and rain, a type of liquid? Vodka. Okay, and moving right along. Oh, we're almost done with these. This is good. Um, Joe, a color? Uh, blue. Rain, uh, a number. 41. And uh, Joe, a room. A room? Yes, a type of room. <clears throat> okay, uh, like um, living room? Sure, or shardatorium, whatever have you. <laughs> shardatorium. Yeah. Let's make a bathroom. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and um, uh, Rain, a famous person. Uh, 
It could be a conservative, but it could be it could be anybody. Share. Share. Okay. I like that. All right, we're done. I saw you wow. talking about your share doll the other day, made by Migo, by the by the way. Mm -hmm. My sister had one of those too. Did you have her dressing room playset? No, I didn't. Did you want that? That was a yes, fun I thing did, in the Sears my, catalog. My dad threw my share doll down the stairs. It was oh, that it was some dysfunction. Yeah, it happens. All right, everybody. These are all from Presidential Mad Libs. I figured I might as well use it up now because we don't have a, a president. Um, so, <laughs> um, we'll uh, have a new one in a, a year. God, I'm hoping I'm telling you. I'm telling so, um, you. All right. This is a uh, famous quotes from the American Revolution. Nathan Hale said, I regret that I have but one eagle to give my indictment. William, <laughs> William, Pres <laughs> William Prescott said, Don't fire until you see the red of their knees. Oh. Yeah. Patrick Hammer. <laughs> Patrick Hammer. Hammer. <laughs> Patrick Henry said, Give me liver liberty or give me the slammer. <laughs> That's kind of how it works now. Uh, Paul Revere said, the courts are convicting, the courts are convicting. <laughs> <laughs> that worked out really well. Uh, John Hancock said, I wrote my conspiracy large so the king could read it without his outhouses. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Thomas Jefferson said, all nostrils are created equal. They are endowed with the endowed by their creator with a certain nauseous rights. Among the, these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of jail. <laughs> so <laughs> you can see what our chat room was thinking about when I was asking them to fill these out. Yeah. Um, and then more in good for you for that. Um, all right, here's a nuclear test ban treaty and a new law. So we've got two on one page here. Uh, you have written a nuclear test ban treaty. It is hereby agreed by the big three, the United States, Russia, and Argentina, that there will be no further testing of nuclear feet. <laughs> However, tests may be <laughs> made under hooves. Test <laughs> uh -oh, underground. <laughs> I don't know. Under something. Uh, explosions must be limited to uh, one half megaton, which is equal to... 500,000 tons of penises. Don't say penis in this house! Oh. We all agree that's that this... That's a lot of penises. <laughs> See, yeah, it that's, really... That's yeah. Don't really, say penis I mean, in this that. house! Yeah, 500,000 tons of them. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh, oh. Can you that's think of how visual. many... Can you think of how many orange mushrooms that would take? Oh. Oh, um, dear. It's not like even an ounce. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, we all agree that this sounds ill and the only way to keep someone uh, from blowing up the monkey. <laughs> Don't blow up the monkey, everyone. Uh, and here we go. You have written a new law. 
it will be uh, unlawful to own a veal or or carry a concealed veal without a veal license. The penalty for veal carrying will be 30 days in the Brazil or a fine of $92. The the penalty is double if the person is arrested while under the influence of vodka. See, it it called for the same noun four times in it. So apparently, instead of gun, veal was our word for this one. So there we go. Okay, here we go, everybody. This is all something you've been waiting for, of course. The White House tour, right? Uh, Ladies and boobs, please pummel this way while we begin the tour, or the, our tour of the Blue House, brainy home of our nation's coffee pot. It has more than 41 rooms. Which, how many rooms are in the White House? I wonder. I don't even know that. It's it's not forty one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, the glue room. I think it's under twenty. But anyway. The glue room where huge sad narcissists are held. <laughs> the glue room is the is the largest. Throughout the mansion, you will find portraits of previous funerals who also screamed here. Oh. Upstairs, oh. you can see this the famous. Yeah, if, upstairs you can see the famous Lincoln bathroom, where the ghost of Cher has often been seen fucking. Uh, so <laughs> if I could flush back time. If I could find a way. <laughs> Um, Jeez. The president's gas is in the West Wing and is shaped like a pill. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I heard that, that that's actually literally text from the real tour. So, there you go, everybody. <laughs> it's, a, it's shaped like a horse pill. <laughs> a few of them. A uh, 500 uh, megaton uh, penis chart, uh, you know. Don't say penis in this house! Five, you know, actually, 500 megaton penis chart? Yeah. Don't say penis, 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 penis in this house! Yeah, that was needed, so. Wow. <laughs> that was a uh, rapid fire. It was. I gotta tell you, right now... There really is no penis in this White House. Uh, this is true. Don't say penis in this house! Oh, I think that's what Melania says uh, in the White House, except um, she doesn't say this. <laughs> she just says, don't say penis in house. Um, she, so. No, actually, don't Melania say penis says... In this house. Melania says, um, please, penis. So, yeah. Don't say be penis best. in this house! Please, please, be best, be best, be, be best, best, be best, please, penis. Well, uh, Tim said, Ron just said 120 rooms in the uh, in the White House. Is that true? Really? 120, wow. I didn't realize it was that many. Yeah, I got nothing. I mean, so. I, I, I really thought it was about 40, but... I'm doing anyway. a Google church. Hold on a second. I'm uh, don't yeah. do a Google church. You're going surfing on the internet. 132 rooms. 
spread wow. across a uh, spread so across there six different is levels. Literally, a lot of penises in some of those small rooms. Don't say penis in this house. Don't do a Google search. You're going surfing on the internet. Yep. Yeah. I'm just gonna play every clip I can so that nobody says the p word again. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Says who? No, that, uh, that's not pretty amazing. America. I didn't realize Suck the it I didn't. Cupcake! We can and shoot the children. rooms. It's a lot of egg rooms. On. It's egg uh, on. Yeah, I wouldn't hit my elbow on. If, if I had that many rooms, I wouldn't be smacking my elbow uh, <laughs> uh, on this damn. Uh, uh, cabinet here, but yeah, you you are right, Joe. Though uh, they were kind of a a boy talk, and boy talk. Uh, he was lead on like uh, egg on. We can and shoot the children. On. <laughs> and 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 it lead on like egg on and penis. I, st- I still stop it. Don't say penis in this house. I still don't understand what the hell she was saying when she said. We can and shoot the children. We can and shoot the children. Nobody understands that. We can and shoot the children. <laughs> and shoot shoot the children. We can and we will it, shoot. It, it, maybe it, it, did she mean to say insulate? Did, we can ensure we the can children? and we will shoot the children. We can we and can. shoot the children. And we you can and we we can shoot them. What if she They're really meant it? America. Cuz we still don't know what is happening with all the kids in cages at the border. This is true. Um yeah. The uh, the, and penis. Don't say penis in this house. Now, now hold on, darling. How many times does Kenny have to play you that damn clip before you get the picture that you're not allowed to say that (laughs) word in this house? I mean, you and I have had a good repertoire so far, but right now. I don't know. I don't know what the future brings if you keep saying penis. You see what happened? Oh my god, you made me say it too. Get out of here, Jeff. I didn't Seriously. make you say it, Jeff. That's an angry she elf. That's, I didn't I make you say an angry it, Jeff. Elf. I cannot believe she made me say she forced I, me. Jeff. 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 Jeff, get no, yourself no. right in front of the no, microphone. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm not. I can't. I'm done. Okay, I'll come back. All right, here. What, what, what do you want again, darling? Did did I make you say that word? You did. No, I didn't. Well, you yeah. said it because you were defending me, Jeff. I don't, well, I don't know that. Okay, I guess I was. All right, hey, I'm Jeff. sorry, darling. You have a lovely evening. I'm going to go scamper off down to the litter box and see what I can find oh. for a night before okay. I go to bed. All right, Okay. Jeff. All right. All right. Good talking to good you. Good night, Jeff. I accept your apology. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah, there he goes. He's gone. Uh, so I don't have shoes on, so uh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so let, here, let, let me see if I can emulate it with uh, a couple uh, objects here. There we go. Tap shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Elven tap shoes. Um, so anyway, um, uh, let's go ahead and, uh, start wrapping things up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you want to? 
T- yeah, t- t- Tim said Jeff is mad that he hasn't gotten his social security uh, check yet. So probably well, so. It's going to be a government shutdown. So. Oh no, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, do they make? Do they cut real tiny checks like postage stamp size checks for for people like Jeff? I'm, I wonder. So no, they have direct deposit now. Oh, okay. Uh, right, 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 right into the litter box. Oh, okay. They just toss a nickel in there and let them right, dig right it up. The litter box. Toss a nickel yeah. in there and you find it. <laughs> Direct. You get your Social Security and your Tootsie Roll all at one time. <laughs> all right, all right. Parting shots. Let's go because uh, we got the Tim Carmel show coming up, uh, and, and I'm looking forward to your version of uh, "Twas the Night Before Christmas." Uh, apparently, sorry, we got I spoiled a re- it. Tim got a request. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, I didn't publish it at first, and then uh, somebody wanted 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 the words. They wanted my words. Oh, because I have you, I have the best words. Yeah, I, I've heard that. Uh, uh, the best. Yes, they um, want my my uh, my version. I know words. I have the best words. Well, there you go. Oops. But go ahead, Joe. Uh, give us your parting shot. Well, you know, I hope you enjoy the the. The Nightmare Before Christmas with uh, Donald Trump and uh, Stephen Miller. That'll be coming up next. And uh, that's all. We're going to be right. doing Best of the Clown Car, by the way, this week. Oh, next week as well? Yes. All right. Best of the Clown Car, volume 25. Jeff dropped Thank this. you. Jeff, Susan just brought me a Tootsie Roll that Jeff dropped. It's an actual real <laughs> one, though. <laughs> It's in this wax paper or anything. But no, yeah, check out the Tim Carmel show tonight. And of course, we're looking forward to So, Best of the Clown Car Volume, what, 45? 25. Whoa, 20, 45. 25. 25. I'm 25. sorry. I, yes. We've been talking about 45 a lot tonight. Yes. So, uh, Tim, Tim will be on the road. So, uh, 25. So, we're, uh, yeah, so we're going to do another Best of the Clown Car. I don't know where he gets right. these clown cars, but uh, he gets them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's a, the, He must have bumped into a rental service or something. So, uh, Enterprise Rent a Clown. <laughs> and after we did the show, Tim added some sound effects to my uh, oh my 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 uh, my reading of Clement Moore's fractured "Twas the Night Before Christmas." No, oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Rain, what do you got on the way out? Uh, nothing. Nothing at all. Well, no, no, really, not. No, I really have nothing at all. Okay. Well, um, I really don't have much either. Uh, stick around for the Tim Carmel show. Uh, best of the Clown Car next week, but you want to stick around for uh, the, the newest show tonight, 10, 15 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back on Friday. Mike Check Radio is going to be off on Saturday, but I think we're going to have a best of uh, on Saturday, too, because uh, Miles, and, Miles, Michelle, and Adam all have Christmas parties next Saturday. We had the Dragon Boat one last Saturday, which was a lot of fun. We put together some really cool pri- uh, gift baskets that we raffled off. Made a decent amount of money for the organization. And, um, yeah. Nice. That's all, that's all I got. And you know what? I'm calling tonight's show a, a huge success because I did not once smack my elbow on this new cabinet. <laughs> so, uh, that's good. So, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, end on a high note, and uh, we'll see everybody. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Yeah, happy Tuesday. And hopefully on Friday, well, I think we'll we'll do another. Um, I'll, I'll get ready, and we'll do uh, a, what the hell is that fucking price for Friday again. 
Uh, okay. It's been a lot of fun. Maybe we'll get another contestant on and I'll give away a luxuriant prize. Uh, so anyway, that's all we got. We'll talk to everybody on Friday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo! I want to look him straight in the eye. I don't want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotty lip, worm headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol?